this is it. The ultimate movie opinion of 2018. This is it. Nobody cares about Oscar. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> this is Movies Are Real Best of 2018 Discussions. I am your host, George Cruz. I'm here with Ryan Lance. Ryan, how are you? Rock and roll, man. Uh-huh. It's happening. <laughs> Wake up, it's Ryan. This is real. It's, it's, oh, it's real. real. This is real. We're talking about movies. Go. Tell me your opinion about the fucking, uh, I can't think of a funny movie bit, so forget about it. Carrie. <laughs> I am ready to talk about the boss baby. Finally. Oh. Uh, no, that wasn't this year. We watched What year it. is it? We watched uh -oh. it. We watched it this year, but... Was that 2017? That was 2017. No. Oh. No, it was. Oh. What? It yeah. feels like it's been a part of my life for so long. Yeah, it was... I, I am, like, almost certain Bosby was 2017, but we're not talking about that piece of shit year 2017. We're talking about 2018, baby. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, this is our best of 2018 discussions. Uh, if you fucking stuck around for that cold open, <laughs> we're about to have opinions... <laughs> We're about to have critical and maybe not so critical conversations about the movies of 2018 and rank them. George, uh, we were ranked the most critical podcast. Remember that? That's true. So uh, it, it's going to be real. I'll be yeah, honest. it's true. We're going to give it to Black Panther. Uh, everything. It's every everything. Word. Best um, and vice. I don't think Black Panther's on here. Oh, uh, no, all. I think it's <laughs> one. Um, that movie feels. If you told me that movie was from 2016. I believe you, because, man, that feels like five years ago. Well. Um, but, yeah, so uh, we are here to discuss categories and movies underneath that category. Movies, uh, moments, uh, and actors and actresses and other such things. We are here, we're here for each category apart from our final, our top ten, right? The, yeah, our, our final top ten. We are looking for one winner and two runners up. Uh, so with that being said, I think... You know, I, I think we saw more. I think we saw more on this list as a group. At least I did. I, I think I did a better job than I did last year of watching everything that we wanted mm -hmm. that mattered to everyone in here. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some notable exceptions. Some that I just, I just can't watch now because it's not in the theaters. Now it's not out digital or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we can't watch every single movie that's out there. Uh, so that's the disclaimer. <laughs> we don't have that power. Um, we did not see Vice. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, what are some notable ones? Might as well leave yet. now if you're a big Vice, Vice fan. guy over here. I didn't see Vox Lux. I really wanted to see that. Yeah, because that one's like, how do you even watch it now? Like, it's not. Yeah. I don't know. It was, was playing in theaters around here. For it was. A bit. I just but now it's like not. Yeah. It'll be on digital eventually. Probably. Yeah. That's an A24 film. I think so. Okay. I don't know. I thought so. So yeah, so uh, if we forget to mention a movie, it could be either that it didn't spoke to us or maybe we just didn't see it so we don't have anything to comment on it. Uh, uh, even though I said at the beginning of this conversation that we are the final authority on all movie opinions, we aren't actually the Wait, final what? authority on all movie opinions. Hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, George, I signed up for this podcast for one reason. <laughs> uh, I'm told he, I've been told that uh, we've been demoted. Uh, oh, it's no man. longer us. Uh, it's Barstool movies, or whatever the fuck is number one. Uh, so we you, we need we need you to like make more in, inappropriate comments, Ryan, and that'll really boost this up. Define uh, inappropriate. Uh, like, like very misogynist. Uh, uh very white. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> straight opinion. I got some good news for you. <laughs> I fail all those categories. Oh, that's great. So uh, after this, we'll really skyrocket. So. 
Yeah, I guess that's, I think that's all the stuff, the ceremony I gotta get out of the way. Uh, am I forgetting anything, y'all? No, but what are the categories we're talking about today, George? Right. So, this is, we're probably, unless for some, one of these goes really long, we have to split into three days, we're doing two days, or two parts of podcasts. Uh, today we'll be talking about best style, best horror movie, worst movie, and standout moment. Uh, through these discussions, we'll, we should, we'll try to do our best to look at the list as we cut and paste stuff, uh, cause we all have the Google doc here with the nominees. Uh, we'll do our best that way you aren't lost as to what we're talking about. Uh, so yeah, I guess let's start with best style. Um, we should also probably describe what these categories and style I think is probably the most nebulous. Mm -hmm. I like to think of it as a movie with a swagger. Like a movie that's got like a special thing, like uh, it stands out either through like visually the performances or mostly visually and like music I think mm -hmm. uh, or like costumes like it's sort of encompass I I think of it as a thing that encompasses uh, sort of uh, a lot of the visual and audio and maybe like the tone and theme. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, yeah I don't know as opposed to like the direct like the film itself. This is like how it. Mm -hmm. the, the visual and yeah. auditorial and, aspects. And we're also not movie creators, so we this, can't say the, best the cinematography. The, the, neon, don't, I don't the, neon, the Neon Demon Award. That's what I'll call this. Mm -hmm. Or the Blade Runner 2049. So, Blade and by that, if your movie has neon movie in it, we are very so. biased towards it, probably. Uh, if your movie has like neon and like blood in it, that's we're very oh, biased. <laughs> we're very biased Ooh. towards that. But yeah, it's it's best coolness, best it's best thing. Mo movies that are cool because we're cool guys. That je ne sais quoi. Um, so yeah, best style. We got Mandy, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, Sorry to Bother You, Aquaman, American Animals, Assassination Nation. Man, that's a, yeah. Ocean's Eight, Isle of Dogs, Thoroughbreds, Paddington Two, First Reformed, Madeline's Madeline? I think I pronounced that right. Mm -hmm. Madeline. Madeline's Madeline, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, Night is Short, Walk On Girl, Upgrade, The Favorite, Cam, Fifty Shades Freed, and Puka. We made this less a month ago. <laughs> yeah, we made this a month ago. So this will be. Uh, I feel like we're not in the. I, listener, I like like Ryan said, mm -hmm. we made this list a month ago, uh, and we're a few months into 2019. Mm -hmm. But hey, the Oscars haven't even started at this point. So, exactly. You know, and people are already pissed at those. So <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I missed what that whole bit was. What happened? There, there. there's a constant new bit. That okay, well. that, so don't worry about it. <laughs> So yeah. So who 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 has a who has a someone they want to start with? Listen, I think Fifty Shades Free did a <laughs> lot of exciting things. Obviously, the best Dakota Johnson performance of the year. Um, she had a few. I don't know. I had to tell you about this, George. Uh, but I understand that I am perhaps alone in this train of thought. So what so. about its style speaks to you besides the bit? Um. <laughs> well, Dakota Johnson's naked in it. That's oh, pretty that's stylish. Pretty, that's pretty good, oh, and we have a winner. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, that's mostly a bit. It's got the be second best soundtrack, uh, but that's about it. It's there's a lot of. It looks like a fucking Calvin Klein ad. We can take it off. <laughs> um, I'll I'll do that for us here. 
So, <clears throat> I think I think I think the front runners here. If I had to like look at this list and think of like two, I would say Mandy and Into the Spider. Yeah. See, I was gonna I was gonna like you know just like pretend that we don't know like the two yeah. people that are hard to walk away from. Mm-hmm. But I'd agree that those are two movies that are hard to walk away from. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not gonna like separate them yet, but I think we can all agree. I think we can all agree. It does. That they're aqu- not locked. That Aquaman is <laughs> gonna win this category. That is. Let's talk about Aquaman real quick, though. Can we please? Can we please? Because like Aquaman has a very like, it has a style that's very hard to like narrow Ugly. down because its style changes dramatically scene from someone scene. should have come to the set and be like hum do you guys realize we're trying to like sell a movie right like what uh that's the style someone the style, they just yeah. let someone go like, listen we don't fucking know just 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 do it i don't know what to do anymore just do something um it looks like a movie. Something. So you want an octopus to play the drums. We already got that in the yeah. movie. There's an octopus that plays the drums. The drugs, I was going to say. The drums. Well, let's well, 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 not, t- not go our heads It here. feels like a movie, a superhero movie before Spider-Man. Like It, it feels it like does. an early 90s superhero <laughs> movie. Like We don't know what the tone. And it's honestly better for that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's just so out of the fucking. It, 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 it goes from like hilarious to like, are you in on the bit? Or yeah, is this even a bit? Is this supposed to be serious? But I think I think in this category, it's probably the least bit like because it, it it I think it looks I like how it looks. It's ridiculousness. It but is that's ridiculous. just me. It's, that it's octopus fantastic. is good. Uh, Amber Heard's in it. She's pretty all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Momoa is very all right. That when they <laughs> finally put the the official Aquaman costume, he sure looks <laughs> the official. <laughs> um, <laughs> He sure does look something. Uh, so sparkly. <laughs> very sparkly. Uh, the CG they did on William Defoe to give him that like the fucking Ooh, hairline. <laughs> Ooh boy. Ooh. Uh, it's very stylish. Um, but yeah. The the trench sequence, the trench monster sequence. It was so stylish that they're gonna give it a spinoff. Exactly, which is weird. Have you heard about that, Carrie? They're making an Aquaman spinoff with none of the characters about that trench. But the trench monsters. What are the trench? Oh, the the, the things little- that attack him on the boat. Yeah. Huh? What? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a very James Wan move oh, to have yeah. the one small thing in the movie get its own spin-off thing. Um, so <laughs> that's keeping in that tradition. It's keeping in that tradition. Um, so yeah, please be excited for the spin-off about the octopus. Um, but yeah, I don't think Aquaman's gonna hang here, so we're gonna. I'm fine with cutting it. It get it out of it, here. It might make some more appearances on. Uh... Hey, who can say? Who can say? <laughs> who can really say? Ocean's Eight is a movie that's probably just style and the style of the women who I, leave that movie. I have seen this movie now. Oh, have you? I have seen what it. What are your I... thoughts? Uh, I think it's fine. It is very fine. My my main issue with it is like the ending probably. It's uh, it, it, it ends so clearly yeah. in a way that like I don't get why we wasted our time with all that other stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's a little convoluted to get to the mm-hmm. end. It's it's yeah. It also kind of like defeats the whole like idea of like women doing all of this because they literally hire a man to do the most difficult part of their job. Right. 
Um, it's got James Corden. That's not very stylish. No, that is. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, let's just delete it. Um, I will say though, when I watched it, I was happy that James Corden was not in the movie that much. No, no, but he very much plays a James Corden fucking character. Yes, but he is James Gordon. Gordon. Oh, how do you pronounce his name? And Corden. I am, I and so. I'm, so I'm just gonna delete it. Yeah. Um. Uh, we can't have him on any movie. Else. Great Anne Hathaway vehicle. Mm. Uh. To, mm. Uh, I was telling Carrie when I watched it, I was like, it feels like you wrote this because every every time anyone talks about Anne Hathaway's character, it's like, oh, she's so fucking hot. Man. Mm-hmm. Jesus I mean, Christ. I disappoint not a lot of Rihanna. Not a lot of she doesn't get a lot of moments to shine in that movie, I feel. Um, but anyways, it's gone. Let me All talk right. about I know this isn't one that I feel super passionate about, and I know neither of you saw it, but I just thought it was really cool. It was this movie called American Animals. And it's about a, in the same vein as Ocean's 8, it's a heist type of movie, but it's these three college students who are endeavoring to steal this art book, this rare art book from their college library's art section, I guess. And they pull off this, they try and pull off this heist. And uh, the way that it's delivered is really interesting because it has... Because it's based on a true story, and it has the actors portraying it, but then it'll also cut to the real life guys telling mm. the story. And there, it works. It's cool. I thought okay. it was really cool. Like, like I wasn't crazy about the movie overall, but I thought that that aspect of it was really interesting. And then it sets up a lot of unreliable narrator type of stuff because those guys' right. stories will conflict sometimes, and then they'll replay through parts depending on who's talking about it and. I thought they had really interesting energy and the movie had some parts that were that hit harder than others but overall it sounds like it hangs on that style yeah, yeah, like yeah the whole yeah, setup yeah, yeah. is on that style yeah then. but it was it was like it was like i Tanya, if um, but if it were like the real people gotcha so okay. i just thought that that was an interesting thing i don't right. think it hangs but i just wanted to give that movie okay a yeah i heard good things about that movie it was but also i kind of i didn't hear a like, for that week it was out in limited release, I heard good things, right. and then it kind of came and went. Yeah, I caught it on Amazon Prime. I rented it, I believe. So. I'd like to really quickly, I think it's, I don't think it can last, but Madeline's Madeline. Oh, Madeline's Madeline. It has such a unique, like, almost difficult style to, like, it's so talk good. about. It's very good. It's it, very It's remin- very it, dreamlike. It's very reminiscent to me of Synecdoche, New York. Because mm-hmm. uh, basically the setup is this... Uh, it's a kind of a coming-of-age story about this girl. I'd say she's like 15, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's a little unstable. And it's this strained relationship with her mom. But Madeline joins this acting troupe. And she starts expressing herself in that way. And then the acting troupe kind of co-ops her struggles in her life and builds the production that they're making around Madeline and what she goes through in her headspace. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very cool. And it's very it is, interesting. It it's is. an extremely manic movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just uh, hard to digest at some parts, like Ryan said, because there's just a lot happening. And mm-hmm. it's it, it makes you feel uneasy, but it's so awesome. It's incredible i really i were you about to cut it though i i i'm gonna i might cut it just because i can see it hanging out you haven't seen it and that's i've seen bits and pieces bits bits and pieces of it it has but there's other stuff on here that like 
I don't know. It's it's if, difficult. I like it a lot, but some, I don't I don't think it could I don't think it could like make, is it, I'm actually adding one that it's not on this list. Oh is it Power Rangers twenty sixteen? Oh yeah. Suspiria is not on this list. Well, Oopsie. Yeah. So but now I, this gets a lot I, harder. I, I, I love Madeline's Madeline a lot and I think it's like weird like fever dream Oh yeah. Uh aesthetic is very like pleasing in a very like stressful way. Mm-hmm. But with some other stuff on this list, I don't think it can make top three. And that's why I'm feeling cutting it right now. I love it a lot. I'd highly recommend it. Amazon Prime. If you love to be stressed out, it's like us. Very good. Very good. Hmm. I think I'm... With, with the ver- Her performance I like to will, keep it be, here. will be talked about oh, later. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I don't want to get into that. But Madeline's performance is incredible and that 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 is like the that is why i think the top part of this and the style is second but mm. they they definitely okay. um that's an interesting argument they definitely um coexist and work off each other in an interesting from what way. i hear like it does sound like that performance kind of like mm-hmm. that is that's mood. that is the insane big part of the movie. okay yes. and also it's like debut from what i saw from the trailer mm-hmm. i believe yeah. so yeah well, if we're gonna if we're talking about Madeline's Madeline, I think we should probably talk about some of the other lower ones here. Like Upgrade seems cool. Upgrade is cool. Uh, did either of you guys see it? I I was meaning to, I never got around to. Uh, yeah, I saw I the trailer it. right before we came. I have here. it, you can borrow it if you want to. But uh it's it's a very fun movie. It's more of a like a B sci fi movie and uh I just really like a lot of the camera work that it does because basically it's this guy who gets in this accident and uh, yeah, and he gets this AI put in him basically mm-hmm. that makes him able to walk again and uh, it starts communicating with him and it it can operate it makes him be able to operate his limbs and everything but there's an option for him to give it permission to like take control of his body Hmm. and uh and during those scenes when it happens it's just like uh i don't i I don't have the technical vernacular to describe it but it's like a solid point that it's fixated on like his head and then everything like shifts around it but there's a point in the middle of the oh, frame that okay. stays solid so it's like when you're in the robot mode it's like and it's like oh. it's very cool visually okay but and there's just a lot of cool shots with the i've seen i've seen a few of those in, and in trailers and mm-hmm. it looks very interesting which is for me what i think is the main drive to what makes yeah. you want to yeah. see it. It's, so. it's more so fun. It's a mm-hmm. fun movie and it's goofy. And the mm-hmm. main guy is the guy from Invitation. Oh, right. The, the yeah, you mentioned man. That. yeah, you mentioned that. Uh, and he does great. And it's just, I, it doesn't, I don't think it hangs here, but it is a fun movie that mm-hmm. I wanted to give a shout out to because we didn't get a chance to talk about it okay. on the show. I'm going to take that one off. Um, I don't, I like Puka. Luke is very good. It's certainly <laughs> stylish and surreal and like colorful at moments and oh, just so nightmarish. Um, but also, I don't. For the, if you don't know, no, this is we talked about it on the podcast. But Puka is one of those. It was one of the Hulu uh, into the dark, dark yeah. shorts. This is directed by the director of uh, Colossal. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it, it starts a guy who signs up to be like a little like a the mascot. A mas- mascot. It's guy. like a Furby, basically. Yeah, it's like a nightmare Furby. <laughs> um, but he's like, he's like the dancing Pikachu costume kind of mm-hmm. person for this, right? But and that's then what it, that reminds but me. Then yeah. it, but then it appears that the, maybe the suit has a mind of its own, but maybe it does. Maybe something else is happening. Um, and it, it's certainly a shot in pace that way. It feels mm-hmm. it's very surreal. It's very. This is like a Charles Dickens Mulholland Drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was yeah, a big bear. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. great. It is, that it. Yes, I don't have the same passion behind it as you do, Carrie, but I oh, do. Oh God. Agree with that. Um, I think it, 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 I was like shy, like man, this is like kind of too good for like just to be on yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, but I don't see it hanging. No, here. probably not. Uh, so I'm Listen, that. I am cultivating a relationship with whoever <laughs> whoever runs the official Puka Twitter. <laughs> We've interacted several times. I think <laughs> we're going to be best friends. <laughs> like, I made them a valentine that said, will you be my Puka? That, that was very good. <laughs> they they retweeted good. and said, this is the best thing on the internet. And I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Validation. <laughs> Finally. Uh, okay. So, the list so far, listeners, like we said, we, we were going to check in. Um, we have Mandy, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, Sorry to Bother You, Assassination Nation, Isle of the Dogs, Thoroughbreds, Paddington 2, First Reformed, Madeline's Madeline, Madeline, Madeline's Madeline, Goddamn, I'm going to get that wrong all the time, Night is Short, Walk On Girl, Suspiria, The Favorite, and Cam, and we are getting into some... These are I think all of these movies here are great movies, and... I, now it's what, just which Ryan, style. Ryan would love oh, right, right. One of them, one of them, one of them, maybe not. And maybe that's the one we should talk about. That maybe one? that's the one we should talk about. I want to cut Assassination Nation because I fucking hate everything <laughs> about this movie. Like, you guys like it, right? I, I haven't seen it. I think, I think oh, you still haven't seen it. I think it's okay. Like, okay. I don't, I don't hate it as much as you do, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I love it or really. sounds like a six like out of ten. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just hate because. It's not even the style. Ryan's right, a three out of ten. <laughs> no, I gave. I, I gave. I think I gave it like half a star. Oh, Jesus okay. Christ! <laughs> that, but that was mostly out of like I was so annoyed. Like it, it realistically doesn't like deserve that because it does have shots in it that are very like interesting style wise. Yeah. Like the house sequence. Yeah, I think that's if it, very. If good. it has anything, it has style. It does have style, but it also comments on how stylized it is, and that's fucking annoying it's so obnoxious and she was very self-aware could you imagine and it made, believes its own hype. could you imagine yeah. if spider-man was like this movie looks fucking awesome bracket like come on like have some self-control it's you have the, he has the this fucking white dude who made this movie about like female power has the biggest fucking ego is think he's gonna be swooned in the poon because he made this fucking badass bad movie God, I hate it. I fucking hate this movie. I just want to keep it on just to make Ryan no, angry. I'm going to remove it right now. <laughs> All right, it's gone. It's gone. It's it's an aggressive movie, and it's got cool. Here, it's got cool music choices and music cues that are incorporated interestingly, and it's got great the that sequence that he mentioned, the house invasion sequence. It's got some ideas, but it. It it delivers the, the, them in a the, way that the, it best. has a good it has good intentions. It's not coming through the correct mouthpiece. Yeah, I would say. Sure. Because if you're going to make a movie like this, I think 
you need more people behind the scenes who understand the situations behind this. It just feels, it feels whitewashed, even though it's trying not to be, if that makes sense. Right. And it's very frustrating. And also, it's disqualified because it commented on how awesome its style was in the movie. That is, that's honestly, that's, that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. That is very fair. That's very not stylish, actually. Um, very arrogant, very stupid. Okay, uh, let's go on. Uh, um, so, man, this one hurts me to cut, but I just, it just, I just don't see a way that can make it anywhere near the list. Maybe even top five. Mm-hmm. Not as short Walk On Girl is just an incredible animated movie. Um, I think some would say its style is its biggest. Um, it really is. Movie. It really is. Like, not the story isn't it. Um, I think. I think I said I walked out saying like, man, people can make some incredible fucking things. Yeah. Uh, it just looks so colorful. This is an animated movie. We talked about it on the podcast uh, about a girl who goes who likes to drink, and there's this fucking creepy ass guy loser <laughs> who who decides that he's gonna, <laughs> the movie does not crushing like that. Mm, they probably should have. It would have been better if it did. Um, <laughs> Who decides to to in order to get this girl's attention? Uh, he's, he's just gonna stalk her. Uh, he like inserts himself and, into her everything life. in her life. Yeah, it's the uh, worst. Um, Be fair, carries are the same thing with the official puka. Whoa, 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 whoa! Puka, puka, don't listen. <laughs> Please. Uh, but it just, it really just. Oh my god, Curry, what if you're running the Puka account the whole time? <laughs> this is also animated by the folks who did Devilman Crybaby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it has a bit of that in terms of like it, the way it feels so. I don't know. It's the probably fluidity. A, it feels. Yes, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's probably not the best way to describe it, but that's the best it, way it had. is. That is, I don't it's know. Just, the motion feels very organic in yeah. a way that a lot of animated stuff has difficulty doing. Yeah. Like, I feel like modern animation, like, has gotten very good with that. You watch, like, an old Disney thing. It's very static. It's and very it's like... Mm, few frames. Yeah. Right. But, like, that looks... It almost looks, like, weird. It how, does. Like, o- organic everything. But at the same feels. time, it also feels like it's flexing on you. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and, like, it, there's just... Because, mo- again, like, there's... It just feels like... The movie is set up to make these giant set pieces, like, where mm-hmm. the artists can really go wild. Uh, but at the same time, what they produce is fucking wild and beautiful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, we're cutting great. it. Yeah, it's getting it's it's gone. Get it's, out of here! It's great. It's gone. Fuck yeah. you. I am not a fan of claymation, and Isle of Dogs is on here. Yeah, I know, right? That, You're not that's, a fan of claymation. What I'm, the fuck is wrong? I'm re- with you? I know. Do I don't hate Christmas. I don't know why. I think it was because my grandma made me watch Chicken Run a lot. I did see Chicken Run a lot. <laughs> and I fucking hated that movie. And Maybe. I think I think I just listen. I, think I'm that not, I like Isle of Dogs a I lot. I like it a lot. I want to no. I want to hear some arguments for it. That's all. Because I I'm not a fan of it. It's style. tough also because it's been so long since I've seen it. But yeah. mm-hmm. it's not. It was like February last year, right? Yeah, me neither. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's look, that's like a whole year now since that came out. Listen, you, it's just Wes Anderson, all right? <laughs> all right, here we go. Well, we're cutting it now, I guess. <laughs> that's actually pretty fair. Wes Anderson, cut. <laughs> this is the Wes Anderson movie where it's just weird dogs doing weird things, and it only works because it looks really cool. All right. It commits to the bit of like being in, in like taking place in Japan and having like all the characters speaking in mm-hmm. Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, Very good. The dogs look really cool. I, have no, I, have no idea. I like the colors. <laughs> like it's a really muted colors at like some parts mm-hmm. where the dogs are hanging out, but when you go to Japan, it's really bright. Um, it's a very Wes Anderson movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, uh, I, listen, 
if you put me like if you made me like to make a list of the top ten, I'd probably of style, I'd probably put it in the top five. But right now, I, I just don't have the the passion yeah, for me it. Neither, it sucks. Like I, it's a great, it's one of the best movies. It's of 20, really good. It's one of the best movies twenty eighteen. Top twenty five, maybe. Who can say about ten? Not me, not yet. Um, but. So I will delete it then. Yeah, I, I just don't have the passion for it right now. All right, I do. For a movie I haven't seen, I definitely have the passion to do it. <laughs> I'll talk about First Reformed, because I know I'm the only person on this couch who is a fan it's of this. Certainly I liked, stylish. I like it's it. Stylish. Oh, I didn't I, even know you liked it. I thought you didn't like it. No, I liked it. That's as far as I'll go. I don't Joe. get it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's stylish. George, let me give you two words. Amanda Seyfried. Let me give you two more words. Ethan Hawke. I totally forgot Amanda Seyfried. Let me give you three words. Ethan fucking Hawke. Let me drop this on you. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer's in this, but he's not Cedric the Entertainer. He's Cedric whatever his real name is because he's being serious. There's nothing entertaining about his performance in this movie. Cedric the normal guy. I just like this movie for its starkness. And it's, that I would agree. it's, it's so. just, I don't know. A lot of the, I remember watching it and just immediately regretting not having seen it in the theater. Just I would agree with that some, 500%. Yes. It's like, totally. the shots are beautiful. It's like very just the, the intro of it zooming in on the church. The intro specifically like, was like, shit. I, and yeah. the, and the one where obviously the one that you see on one perfect shot, Twitter every other day, where it's Ethan <laughs> Hawk, Hawk standing in front of the lilac sky. That's very pretty. It's very good. <laughs> yeah. That was where I, the, that, that right from the get go, I was like, Oh fuck. I should have saw this in the theater. Huh? Mm-hmm. Right yeah. from the start. I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. The, it's a, it's a movie with a very, tasteful and restrained style like just all the details nothing nothing garish or out of place about it and it's very tight and i just i really appreciate the taste level of this movie and it's four by three yeah yeah that's pretty cool too even that one sequence you know the one <laughs> the, the the planking sequence that it's very jarring that was the moment where it's like oh <laughs> but right. we that, gotta go. so I, I think that that sequence might be enough i like the idea behind that sequence and i like the I don't know. I like the emotion, but the execution. I don't was... remember what scene you're talking about. Where, where Amanda seen, Seyfried they just and like... him are doing that energy connection thing. Where oh, like, yeah. I have to touch every part of you, oh, and then yeah. it cuts to them like green screened in front of all the. Oh all yeah. The that. Yeah. That was <laughs> a West music video. <laughs> um, hmm. That scene was odd, but I don't know. I just really this it movie just really it vibes wasn't with odd me. enough though. I would. Yeah. Say. I think if we saw it, in, if I saw it in a movie theater, I'd, I'd like it a lot Definitely, more. Definitely, yeah. But it, it vibes with me, and I don't know why. I can't I can't explain it. It's just, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've seen everyone else rave Hawk? about it, so I'm just like, I'm supposed to like this. I really liked it. The one perfect yeah. shot Twitter account is really I, getting to you. Dang. <laughs> was, but that's also like one of like five shots for me that like I really like. That's true. Yeah. But also, like when I when that shot happened, like my attention was at a very low, and like okay, I can make it through the rest of this film. Um... <laughs> So yeah, but it sounds like it's gone. Yeah, we can get rid of it. But it's just a cool movie, and it just ramps up, and it had me invested, even though it shouldn't, because on paper it's just a fucking boring movie. I don't know if this is gonna stay on there, but it's a movie that I'm. It's not one of my favorite movies of the year, but it's one I feel very passionate about. Uh, Cam on Netflix. This isn't one of your favorite movies of the year. This is. It's one. Of, it's not what I would say like one of the best movies of the year, but like personally one yeah, of my say, favorites. Yeah, personally, I know you personally, like it a lot. Because 
It does a lot of cool things. It does a lot of cool things. It does. It, it fills the check mark of neon and blood. It fill, uh. Oh, it fills those check marks <laughs> so well. I think this. Her main room is just different shades of pink. Yeah, yeah. this. It's and, wonderful. This and Mandy are our main neon, neon blood, blood neon contenders. Blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, mm, yeah, yes, I love that. I movie. can't. I love that movie a lot, but. Mandy does have more neon and arguably more blood. Arguably? <laughs> it has a lot more <laughs> It has a lot more blood. Excuse me? It's just like something about when I see like so many different like various shades of pink in a room. They're all like not contrasting together correctly, but somehow correctly. It's like, mm, I love this so much. <laughs> Russian's experiencing color palettes for the first time. Exactly. It's so dope. Ah, uh, but it, pro it, but probably, I, should, yeah, it probably should. Uh, it probably shouldn't. Uh, so this, uh, are you feel, are you, do you feel good with us deleting it? You can delete it. Yes, yeah. that's what I was getting at. I just, I just want to give my take on the its neon aesthetic, especially in what, the scene that comes to my mind a lot when I think of this movie in terms of style is when she's sitting in front of her computer screen watching the clone in quotes of herself, mm -hmm. like. Mm, that's it's a great yeah it's a great it's that's a great, a great shot the yeah. colors around it just all her like she has a busted uh, nose it's really good she has a bust she has a very busted so nose. this next movie we're gonna talk about let me real quick oh, I want to sure? talk, talk another movie that's very pink okay Paddington Two is so fucking gorgeous it's so pretty it's so pretty <laughs> George when he believes his fucking rent they did the, the prison laundry I hated that, and man. everyone's dressed in pink oh, it was very Wes Anderson it was very yes what about all the all this. when he fixes up the prison and it's so beautiful yeah. <laughs> he turns the prison into a nice cafe <laughs> Uh, what I Who like else about, could do that but a bear? What I like about the style of Paddington is that it doesn't just stay in one lane of CGI animal that talks. It got it has the pencil sketch sequences with, That's true. with Sally really Hawkins' cool. character, who's an illustrator. Yeah. And it brings in that aspect, and it's got the paper world of right. the pop-up books. So there's a lot of different elements that That's true. come together. So it's not just stagnant. It has, and like, it's a very good movie. I love it, but it's doing a lot of stuff. Like it's not resting and on it its, does it's it, not resting it, on its laurels of being a charming bear movie. It does it all well too. And it all yeah. feels like natural. There, there's a lot of times when I'm watching like a real, like an, a real like static film. And then it does like a stylized thing. And it's like, okay, that looked cool, but I don't get why it was there. It doesn't fit with the tone of what's going on. But this one, it just, it feels so, like, organic to what's going on. And mm -hmm. it feels like, mmm, I feel, I feel like a child again. Thank yeah. And Paddington is such a good it's bear. A but do you all even think it hangs in this style? Yes. Do you? <laughs> yes. Then for, for, na for now, for now, okay. I will fight to the end of the earth. Okay, so this next movie—it's the objectively greatest film ever oh made. Gosh. Definitely. <laughs> so this next movie. So I like to think when uh, I think when I hear folks talking about like video game soundtracks, 
Uh-huh. A, a, a soundtrack <laughs> that always gets a short I have shrimp. no movie what you're about to talk about. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 a video, a soundtrack that always gets the shrift is the the composed soundtrack. Uh-huh. Something like A Journey or An Ori in the Blind Forest. Yes. It always, like, the techno or the, uh, the sort of, like, uh, more retro throwback or stuff that gets more, like, Hotline Miami, uh-huh. uh, something that, like, pulses and goes, like, Tetris uh-huh. effect. Those sorts like, of uh, soundtracks always get... They never get their time because it just feels like so like a given. Mm-hmm. It's just like the it's it's done well. It's done very mm-hmm. well. They did a specific thing and it, it's done in a classical style. And I think the favorite is that sort of thing. I think the costumes are fantastic. I think the camera work is great. Ooh. But man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's top three. Uh, Carrie, obviously you feel strongly about this movie. Yeah, I, I really like this movie. It's. As far as other Yorgos films, it's not one of my top ones, but I really enjoyed it. And like like you said, every all all of the pieces are just wonderful. It's such a grand movie, yeah. and it feels like a modern day Barry Lyndon. And it's well, not really, but like a, a new Barry Lyndon, I guess. But modern in terms of like modern the, as the in equipment, it came out they, last the year. equipment that <laughs> yeah, they yeah, had yeah, when yeah, they yeah, made yeah. it. Yeah. And especially like what I meant by that as well, but I'm saying like it's mm-hmm. not a loud movie. It's not gonna like Mm-mm. it's not like blasting you with bass or anything. It, it's the, just, the style is more like well. you leave the theater like that was really You guys pretty. did good work. It's not it's not it's not like some other it's not like Paying It Two where like you're seeing no, the beautiful it's not style. Movie of all time. And you're like, Whoa, <laughs> this is beautiful. Whoa. Oh my god. Um but yeah, it's uh, I would agree that I don't know how hard it hangs on this list as far as yeah. what we're trying to achieve with this category, but it's so ve- it's so very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I'm about to maybe put a take out there. Uh-oh. Is Mandy a lock? Is it actually a lock? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um... I don't know, I think it's just because I don't like that movie as a whole. That's why. You don't like Paddington, you don't like Cheddar <laughs> Goblin, what the I fuck? I don't like what Cheddar do Goblin. You, what do you like, George, besides being a bad friend? Uh-huh. Uh, I like Thoroughbreds. Let's talk about that movie. Let's let, talk, let us talk about Thoroughbreds. Fantastic soundtrack, just mm-hmm. like so different, and it it's so sharp, <laughs> and it does with it fits with the rhythm of the movie, the mm-hmm. editing of the movie, and the way it's shot. Um, like I saw a trailer because I I want to wa- sit down and watch it again because Carrie gave it to me the Blu-ray mm-hmm. and I'm extremely grateful for that because I really really like this movie a lot. Um, for me, it's I don't think it hangs, uh, but for me, it's the soundtrack. Obviously, the performances like fucking stellar, but it's the long sh- awkward shots of conversation between mm-hmm. uh, a character who just can't read emotion or is very good at manipulating people mm-hmm. and understanding it. And it's just like the most like tense shit in the soundtrack, and ah, ah, I think it's it's so good at creating a tension and a rhythm, uh, and just standing out. And I love its soundtrack. Um, I think I'd like it to hang, but in reality, well, the thing is, I don't know what our third is actually. Now looking at this list, I I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, I will say, as a gag, I can tell you what it is. Okay, okay. well then that tells me that you're not serious about it, maybe. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> Ryan! <laughs> Ryan, please! Um, okay, so here's the thing. Okay. So I saw Suspiria recently. Oh, yeah! It is fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, like, I don't know, I'd be okay maybe 
giving it an L now, knowing that it's gonna get <laughs> it's a gonna lot sweep of... later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, we can, we can see, touch on is, it. The thing is, I need to watch this again so badly. Me too. Um, I saw it on DVD. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are babies. Um, <laughs> Carrie, your eyes have not truly adjusted <laughs> to the beauty that is 2008 some, technology. I am, I have motion blur <laughs> in my exactly. eyes. Exactly. <laughs> um, Spirit is absolutely fucking gorgeous in every way yeah we haven't that been able last, to gush about it because of me the, on the, the podcast la- the last the last act is oh my god mandy levels that's true i think it's, it's more mandy has it for longer but suspiria has it for a shorter distance but i think and goes crazy yeah, in terms of style Sus- at least and suspiria isn't like trying to be campy about it yes. no it is it's so, just like oh shit yeah. that's <laughs> the thing is, also yes it this is, is a straight face mm-hmm. straight face mm-hmm. and the dancing is so yes. goddamn good fuck man shit guys i think the costumes think <laughs> it's weird because again we haven't been able to gush on it because i didn't want to get spoiled but like we all had so my, the the movie that's appeared in my mind was was wild and crazy and like mm-hmm. it exceeded those expectations like it just delivers on what I as a trash person would <laughs> like is like Dakota Johnson's titties naked <laughs> her like crazy dancing like the blood and like just gore and it just deli- over delivers it just and it's also like a fantastic I think you're movie. having a personal shopper moment that oh, I had last year it's so good it is fan fucking. It really just feels like smut to me. me. For me, my personal shit that I want out of this movie, like, this is just the like... The is great. Titties, blood. This is uh, great. Tilda Swinton? Tilda Swinton. Oh. Um, I don't know how you didn't know that that was Tilda Swinton as the, as the old guy. He did. I thought like you yeah, mentioned that you, did, uh, that you didn't notice uh, it first. I told it... I didn't to... notice that first, and I was like, wait a I, minute. I told Greg, and he didn't believe me. Uh, that's clearly Tilda Swinton, but it's, she's great. Uh, I don't know what other roles. Was, was there more than two? Yeah, yeah she had three. Okay, the no. old man, uh, the, the dance lady. instructor, and the goopy uh, lady with the baby arm on her shoulder. <laughs> All right, well, now that we said it, now that we had that sort of gush of spirit, I could maybe see it as a three, but. Y'all, sorry to bother you. It's got some fucking style. Dude, Holy it does. shit. <laughs> Just, it is obvious. It is beyond surreal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it changes tone so different. Like, like, that movie is like separated into like. The tone is completely different from where it was like 40 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And like the objectives and like where we're going is just mm-hmm. so different. And obviously the performances are great. And um, it handles all that very well. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it could feel it, like a mess. And it, it, yeah, doesn't, it doesn't feel like... A lot of movies that like have this that kind of... A similar pace really like exhaust you after all. This is... Sorry to bother you. It's very like... It could be very... I am so like strapped in for what is coming up next. It could have very well been. I'm like, you got a lot of ambition here. Yeah. Maybe you should have like taken a step back. And it's like ambition over like ability to actually um, deliver on yes. that. And this, this this is like the perfect like mix. Yes, everything works well, and it's just very poignant and hits hard. Mm-hmm. It's very well done. And I don't know what else to say. <laughs> and we're cutting it. Um, Are we? No, I don't. No. Well, we had to cut something. I I think we've talked think as, much, have, as, we as have, much as I love. We have Mandy Spider-Verse, right, Sorry to Bother right. You, Thoroughbreds, Paddington 2, Madeline's Madeline, Suspiria and the Favorite. We have to cut something. 
Guys. Out of these. I'm willing to cut Madeline's Madeline now. Mm. Mm. I love it a lot. Mm. I feel like it I'm is. Not, I, I think I could see it. I love it a lot. I feel like. Mm. I could see it. Stain. You can see it staying. I can really. see it staying. Oh, wow. That's what I said. Okay. No. Uh, okay, the favorite. We, we had a conversation that it's that type of movie, and unfortunately... Carrie, you we, think you think Yorgos Lathmos has done better in terms of style? As far as what I enjoy about mm-hmm. his movies, yes. Mm-hmm. But I think this movie has a lot of style, but on this list, and I think what we as a group, right. the collective, are yes. looking for from this category. And objective facts. <laughs> I don't think that the favorite would hang All here. Right. It's got a style, it's got a panache and a swagger, but... I don't George, know. for you, my, my, my dear friend of... Uh, 50 years. <laughs> 50 years. How long have I known you? 2010 or 11. So, like... About 10 years. 50, 50 years. 50 years. <laughs> 9, 10 years, I'd say. Given all we've been through, I willing to cut Paddington too. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you. that. I appreciate that, right? That means a lot. I, no I, more, I was going to say, no I more favors. I was going to say that too. Like, like we, I think we set our pieces on Paddington. Yes. And it's clear that we love it, but. It's clear I, that me and Carrie have opened up our third eyes. <laughs> And George is living in the caveman times of like, oh, I'm shiny blood, uh, boobies, uh, and guys to do sucks. Um, Fucking caveman. Listen, over uh, here. the only, my favorite thing about Pantin 2 was, uh, what's his name? It's not Ian McGregor. Was it Ian McGregor? Uh, God, Greg- if Ian McGregor was in Pantin 3. If, if you, yeah, if Ian McGregor was in there, it would have been swept every <laughs> It would have swept every no, category. Uh, Hugh Grant. Best horror. Best horror movie. <laughs> All right. So, we're now down... Should we have a Spider-Man to the Spider-Man's conversa- conversation? Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, we haven't talked about it. Uh, it, has, talk- it has the best animation style of all time. It is fucking it's incredible. It is it's very good. Like, we talked about, like, Night of Short Walk On Girl, and this is even more than that. It's just like, I don't like, understand... The only, th- the only thing I could possibly imagine having a better style than in the Spider-Verse is its inevitable sequels and spin-offs where they go... Even, even more, right. even more buck wild with like, integrating like new styles, like, I like very cool. my one of my favorite styles was very the cool. very glimpses the glimpses into the Spider Gwen universe. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the Spider Gwen comic is amazing. It's so good, and it really delivers on what it like the spot. Gwen Stacy as a character really was nothing before that fucking comic like took her and did something interesting with her, and it does so much that I like in in fucking character in female characters especially. It has a very like gone home kind of her character has a very gone home kind of vibe in terms of like riot girl kind of music. Sure, you know I what I that. mean, George. Sure, and I love that a lot. And her world kind of. Um, shows that her dimension and I want to see more of that and that's that's what I want to see more in future of these movies for me of into the spider-verse and, and it, it does look stunning mm-hmm. uh, and it's again it maybe speaks to like how like we could we kick something like the favorite like it is the comp composed soundtrack like mm-hmm. it's very well done but this thing is the flashy fucking thing yeah. it's like mm-hmm. a spectacle um, but for me the thing that I, I, I think it looks incredible but also 
For me, I, and I've mentioned again, is the, the scene in that movie, it's my favorite scene, is when we're introduced to Miles, uh, and he's in there singing to that Sunflower song, and we see his room, we see the Chance the Rapper posters, and we mm -hmm. see this just young black kid from the Bronx, and he's just so goddamn happy, and he has mm -hmm. his uncle, who one's a cop, but one also is a graffiti, is a graffiti artist, mm -hmm. and maybe does some shady shit, and they don't they don't treat it as a bad thing. Like his his dad doesn't like him, uh, but he's not painted as a bad mm -hmm. villain. Like that feeling of being a minority and being half like <sighs> there's just a positive attitude mm -hmm. when he's walking down the street and he's saying hi to all his friends. Um, I don't know, like that and, and feeling. That, that stuff is what made his comic feel so good, and I was so surprised that they were able to, like, perfectly put that into film. Sure. And to my point, I think for me, that feeling on top mm -hmm. of the incredible style just made the whole thing just so fucking emotional mm -hmm. for me. I'm just like, I'm just swept up in this fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it feels like a thing that's too good to exist in this world. Mm -hmm. Like, how the fuck did. From point A, like to point Hotel Z. Transylvania to Emoji Movie. Serves up to, to WrestleMania, Z. fucking whatever the hell. Um, <laughs> that was their previous high point, if you could believe uh, it. That's yeah, true. <laughs> yikes. Um, Big yikes. Uh -huh. That one, that one uh, peng penguin's getting a movie uh, later this month. Uh, the page, page was in that movie as Penguin. Um, fighting with my family in theaters this February. Um, but yeah, Spider Verse comes on Blu-ray at the end of the March. Pre-ordering that shit. But yeah, uh, like I said, I think it's, it's yeah, it's really hard to. It's really hard to cut it from. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's so that's our, That's this year's Blade Runner twenty forty. Exactly. <laughs> It'd be a disservice to not do it. So even though like Manny didn't work for me, I think even when I think of style, like no, it it, it should be here. Like that's the thing I liked about it because um, it has two kind of styles. I would say it yeah, has it, it its, switches. Yeah, it has its like trippy, dreamy, trippy, trippy cult. Yeah, and and holy and holy balls, and inside Nicholas Cage's movie. heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and and the transition between those two is jarring. But it's jarring to a very important point into like the breaking of this man's mind, yes. which like makes that sh complete total shift even greater. Yeah. <laughs> to me personally, oh man, this is a difficult year for this. I feel yeah, like it wasn't that true. hard in terms of style last year. Maybe I'm just an asshole. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Come on now, Ryan. Come on, Especially because we have like two movies that I think are they're tough to to like. Guys, I mean, I feel more strong about back, Spirit than Mandy. Let's bring back Power Rangers 2016. Mm -hmm. um, 17. Uh, 17. I don't feel more strongly about Suspiria than Mandy, but I do feel more strongly about Suspiria in terms of style than like. Probably either Madeline's Madeline or Sorry to Bother You or Thoroughbreds. All three of those. Again, George, I'm willing, for, for the argument, I'm willing to remove Madeline's Madeline. Okay, if you want to be the guy. I will be the guy. You want to be the, the bad guy. guy. I'll be it's, the guy. I love this movie. It's so good. I tried watching it and I just fell asleep with I, it because I, I was tired. I find it yeah. relatable in like very mm -hmm. uncomfortable ways, yeah. but... It looks Best style. Fuck that, am I right? It looks intense. <laughs> it oh. is very it's intense. so good, though. It's... It's a very. I don't know. It, it feels monumental when it, you're watching it. It does. Okay. 
even though no one cares about this movie. <laughs> it's so good, though. Right. It is so good. Well, I think reality, Mandy, I'm, I'm Spider Verse. Yeah, Spider-Man, I think Thor, really. Suspiria. I think it's Suspiria, Mandy, and Spider Man. You think that's so? What I'm yeah, I think that's, so. Like, 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 those two I'm movies. I'm glad we put Suspiria on the list. Oh, uh, yeah, I can't believe <laughs> we forgot. Yeah. Um. All right, so Mandy, Spider-Verse, Oh, wait, somebody has to win this. Fuck. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Why don't we just wins? all... I think we agreed this that it's Spider-Verse, like, this right? This is like the, the three Did of we? us. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Yeah. I don't know. Because you're all about Nick Cage. Going yeah, yeah Mandy all... Mandy was my smut of the year. That is very true. <laughs> Spider-Verse, I love a lot. And you saw Dakota Johnson's boobs this year. Yeah. So like, that's all you. Um, Lucky you, man. Well, it was like, well, I've seen her boobs before, and I've seen her naked. Now I sound like an asshole. Like I sound like a. But, <laughs> um, now it felt but, like it meant. But it was a very basic fucking like, like let's like yo, you want to see a fucking horny sex movie? Like here's my fucking horny sex movie with the fucking Suspiria. But this is my um, horny sex movie, Suspiria uh, 2018. So yeah. It, okay, Ryan, what's your number one? Spider Verse. Carrie, what's your number one? No. <laughs> but but I would not be upset if we gave it to I All right, all right. Too. Let's let's rank them. <laughs> no, let's <laughs> again. We can't do this. If we, we can't, can't if we're if we're gonna be that like oh man. Alright. Let's so get a whiteboard. <laughs> how I how I would rank this for me is I'll do Spider Man first. I I then I think then Suspiria, then Mandy. I think that Spider-Man has a very unique style, and I mm-hmm. think that's its strong suit because it felt like mm-hmm. something I've never seen before mm-hmm. that's while I was true. watching it. That's very and true. Like, and I'm watching Mandy and Suspiria, and they're both huh. excellent, mm-hmm. but I've seen stuff huh. of that vein before, but Spider-Man feels like something new. That's mm-hmm. a very And good I point. think that that's huh. a reason that it could be a winner. That's a great argument, and I think I'm bought by that argument, honestly. But for style, for style. For style. Yeah. So, are we agreeing the winner is Spider Verse? Yeah, I think it feels happening. wrong, but I think it makes sense. It feels basic, but it's it, true. It, it, it <laughs> is basic. To be fair, the other ones were Mandy and Suspiria. <laughs> that is very true. Those are very us. And I, feel, and I feel like any other person would be like the favorite, the favorite, the favorite, the favorite. Fucking uh, Infinity War, Black Panther. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> What were the other Oscar movies? Okay. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. oh, we didn't talk about... Okay, let me add Bohemian Rhapsody. No, okay, we've, we've already... Spider-Verse. I don't understand how that movie... I don't get it. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I don't know what you're doing. Math spider Winner, Spider-Man. Okay. All right. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Google Docs is looking weird. Oh, okay, no. okay, I'm, I'm backing out. Someone fix that. All right, I fixed it. Okay, I'm, I'm... <laughs> my Spider Man, <laughs> my Spider Man. All right, topic two: best horror movie. Yeah, so I feel like we're very biased towards horror, and I feel like this what? year is not as hot as many years. Nope. Which is a bummer, but they're still. It had it had very high highs. Oh, yes. Oh yeah. But, but also some as very out mediocre as... lows. A lot of like middling, a lot of mid carders so, here. So uh, the nominations for best horror are Hereditary, Suspiria, Cam, Pie Wacket, Puka, Blumhouse's Truth or Dare, baby, Slender Man, um... Mandy, <laughs> Hellfest, The Ritual, 
Midnight Man. Hell yeah! A Quiet Place, Revenge, New Year, New You, 8th Grade, Aquaman 2018, <laughs> and The Strangers, Pray at Night. Shiva with Buzzsaw be on here, Ryan? That's no, that was 2019. Oh, right, sorry. Also, was... no! <laughs> um, Alright, so... Real quick, I want to talk about Pie Wacket. Yes. Real quick. I'm, I'm going to look it up while you're doing that. Um, I've idea. seen the poster. I'm the picturing po- the poster perfectly in so my mind this right was, now. So this was a very indie thing. Uh, the premise <laughs> is uh, this young girl, she's very, this young high school girl, she's very into... Uh, witchcraft and the occult. All right. And the central premise is um, her father passed away about a year ago and her mother is grieving, is very much still in the process of grieving and it ends up with being, Hmm. she decides to move them out to like the countryside uh, because the house, like she just can't be in the house anymore, Mm. which is very understandable and very, very upsetting. That's cool. Um, and then it deals with the conflict between those two because they've definitely grown different between that. Uh, the daughter has grown interested in the whole witchcraft and the occult things, which the mother doesn't understand, like, the appeal of. Uh, there's a very excellent scene where uh, she throws out one of her kind of, like, occulty kind of rings. And, like, the mom is very frustrated. Like, I don't get why, like, this occult garbage and... She, the daughter is very passionate. It's like, it makes me feel better ever since dad died, which is... Very like charming and heartbreaking, but its biggest issue I feel is the central premise, which is basically when they move out, the daughter's very frustrated. So she does a ritual to summon a demon named Piewacket to kill her mom, and she immediately regrets it because of course she would. And then it's all about her. <laughs> yes. I'm really sad that my dad is dead. How do I cope with this? I kill my other parent. <laughs> no, it, it, it's, it's, she do, it's more of like an interesting, and then her mom basically like wants to have her like quit going to that school war with her friends. Hogwarts? Uh, Hogwarts. No, just like, she has like a group of a few friends at her normal not scary school. I see. And she wants her daughter to basically like throw everything away so her, she can help her you know, cope with everything um, in this new home, in this new city. And that's very frustrating to her. They're, they're arguing a lot. And it's done from a place of, like, anger. And I think the idea is she doesn't really know that what she's doing. It's more of, like, I'm doing this out of, like, anger, mm-hmm. if anything. Although, like, the whole, like, way she does the ritual is very, like... She go. She does a lot of work. The description for that movie seems weird. It's like a, an angst-ridden teen an summons a fucking yes. <laughs> demon. But the reason why it's best horror, not only with a few like genuine moments of like understanding, is the way it deals with like shadows and like darkness is really fucking cool. Like there's a scene in particular where like she's in bed sleeping and the pie whacket spirit, which is like haunting their house, is like approaching in terms of like shadows moving above her bed and it's so quiet and tense and scary and cool that and genuinely scary and then the movie does more stupid shit like the the ending especially is really dumb it it has a lot of it has a few high highs but the central premise is really dumb but 
it's really cool and interesting. And if you're bored and want to watch a dumb horror movie, I'd highly recommend it. Okay. Not best horror movie though. I nah, wanna... there's some stuff here that I probably should go before it. I'm I'm just gonna take it out now. Okay. It sounded interesting. <laughs> it is the what it does. It has a very good middle act, I would say, and parts of the finale are very good, but the very ending stinger is really bad. Because I feel like we're. I was just trying to fill the list with some of this stuff. Yeah. Like some of this just like like New Year, New Year. I talked. I think I talked about it on a podcast at the end, of, close to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. That's the, another uh, Into the Dark Hulu special. Um, I don't even really want to talk about it that much, no. but it's not. Yeah, I'm. It's, just, I'm it's not, all right. I'm not. Yeah, just just take it out. It's gone. Um, let's see. Strangers Pray at Night. Uh, it's got one good scene. It it's does. a scene where they're at a motel pool. It's, once again, neon. Uh, and mm. there's killing and blood in it. Oh, uh, they're playing, uh... Are we psychopaths? Uh, <laughs> Tiffany's, uh, I think we're alone now. Uh, it's really good. Uh, but it's, it, it's gone. It's gone. Um. So we added a quiet place. For, I was gonna oh, say. Oh, for shit. Two shits no, we That's why movie. I was like, that you took up Highwack and like... Mm. To be fair, a quiet place should probably leave, should have probably left first. It's not terrible. No, it's no, just it's just it's not great. It's it's the most ugly. like it's the most like fucking regular ass cheese pizza mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe, it, but it's just like it, what's a thing that is feels, very okay, but everyone's it, like, holy it shit! It feels like a family horror movie produced by Michael Bay. Because guess what? Yeah, it's it, is. By Bay. <laughs> yes, it is. Michael Bay. It is. Yeah, just, just yeah, no. Just, a yeah. quiet place is fine, but I don't. I, I not to sound like some sort of curmudgeon grump asshole, but I do not understand all the people who are raving about a quiet place like when, it's some sort of when, new yeah, amazing. At the end thing. of December, when I was reading like best horror films of 2018, yikes. the top two were always a quiet yikes, place or hereditary, yikes, and yikes, there was yikes. a lot of times where a quiet place was number one and yikes, hereditary yikes, was yikes, number two. Yikes, yikes, yikes. <laughs> Big. Big yikes. It seems very much like a... Like, listen. It reminds me of... It had the same craze as Bird Box has. And Bird Box... I wouldn't go that far to... Listen, Quiet Place is it's all right, but I wouldn't put all, that evil on it. No, 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 because it, it had... It came out... It felt everyone, like a phenomenon. It felt like a phenomenon, um, yes. Because it came out and everyone was on board with it. Because it's a concept horror movie. And totally. normally, I really those like those. market it very well. To be they cool. market yeah. well and they're... And depending on the concept, they work very well. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of another example, but I can't. <laughs> uh, the Rain. Um, yeah, you watch the videotape, totally. it kills you. It's a simple concept everyone can get behind, but the way the movie deals with it that... It follows. It's a is, fun It follows, too. Sure. Simple concept. You fuck, you're dead. <laughs> but the way it deals with it is amazing. And it's also one and of the objectively qu- greatest movies ever made. for a quiet place, it's like a fun theater experience. Yeah. Um, well, fun for like most people would be like, oh, fucking shit. It's so quiet. <laughs> experienced the quiet before. And I've then, never experienced and then, a movie theater where no one's talking. Yeah, it's so quiet, but then, as soon as you're supposed to feel emotional, the music revs up again, and it's like, alright. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Like, what? <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Alright. <laughs> Wait, I gotta adjust my seat. <laughs> oh my god, there's so many times we're watching that. In the movie and fucking John Grizzly was like, Shh, we gotta be. <laughs> um, eighth yeah. grade might have one of the most horrifying moments of the year. Yeah, it takes place during the eighth grade. <laughs> That's um, horrifying if I ever experienced horror. Uh, but I don't know if it should be here. 
It's no. Got it. Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> it's horrifying how good of a movie it is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it has to be in every category. Uh, Carrie, don't. Carrie, oh, fucking spoiled uh, the joke already. <laughs> We're literally at one, two. The, the trench had me like. <laughs> the trench had to be at. <laughs> um, Aquaman's, oh, Aquaman's fucking great, man. I don't know. Aquamana. <laughs> Um, I got it. I don't, know, I don't know if it's beside the podcast, but uh, for Christmas, <laughs> Carrie got me and Carrie fucking Ocean Master. <laughs> you and George. Me and me, yeah. Not me and Greg. Uh, me and George. You said me and Carrie. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know what I said. I saw I saw our friend Greg also today, we and I think for one sec we talked about Aquaman. Uh, nice. <laughs> as, as we do. Yeah, I have your trident, group. by the way. Yeah. yeah. I need it. Okay, well, let's take care <laughs> of that. Get that back. Um, what the heck is revenge? Uh, that is the it's K... the not K- what I was going to say Kate Blanchett, but I was thinking of the fully no. actor beam. <laughs> it's Kate Blanchett, good or is she just tall? <laughs> Both. Uh, <laughs> no, it's the French uh, French Jody, film. Jodie Foster? No. no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. What Who world are you living in? I don't know. What it was. Jodie Foster been in a movie? Yeah, recently? I actually I stared at a box copy of Flight Plan today with Jodie Foster. I was like, man, it's been a minute since I've seen Jodie Foster in something. No, so. no, no. Do you have any more guesses? Before? Renee Zellweger. Nope. All right, who's the it's, actual? It's a French film and it's starring the girl from Rings, actually, but she's actually oh. like acting now and in a good horror movie. But uh, it's a. Uh, it's a, a rape revenge film, but it's done oh, in, told, yes. in like a way that isn't exploitative and I was gross. Just about to say that. Yeah, and uh, it's just super cool. It delivers on gore, and it's basically just this girl wrecking ass in this d- desert terrain, and uh, she gets pushed off a cliff by this guy who she's fucking, who she's not supposed to be with because he's married and all this and she was supposed to just leave but she ran away because she didn't want to take that deal and he pushes her off a cliff and she gets impaled on this like broken tree thin tree stump oh, that's what this movie and she is. like lifts herself off comes back from the dead like gotcha. tends her wounds and just murderizes all these assholes and it's Fan. Gotcha. I'm familiar with the poster. I wasn't sure that's what mm-hmm. that movie was. Okay. We probably I probably should have talked about this in style as well, but it's okay. But but damn. Okay. Damn this movie's cool. Alright. That sounds cool. It's very, right. very intense. All uh-huh. the when I Google this movie, all I the similar grave. all like no, all the similar movies have nice. like posters of just showing girls like butts and legs. Oh, but also I spent on your grave. And also spent and I spent on your grave. And the original I spent on your grave. Mm. Are those good? No, right? I, I don't think I, I think I was at a point in my life. You saw the first one, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I watched it with. I think uh, I was at a point in my life when I didn't realize like why this movie would be completely horrifying to a yeah. woman. Uh, and now it just makes me feel really gross. And now that you're not a teenager, <laughs> I think that to be fair, the the revenge part is very good. It's it, really good depth. Yes, but yeah, but the rest of it. So it seems like revenge yeah. is sort of taking on the mantle of I spare your grave, but making it maybe better. Yeah. I'm not focusing so much on the rape part. No. Um, not, not at all, almost. Um, so. It's, I don't know if it hangs, but I want to. It sounds cool. It's very I'm, good. Now I, I know what that movie out. with that post cool poster is. Um, so. Cool. Um. Check it out. 
And I, if we're gonna lock something, you know, if we're gonna lock something, Puka. Blumhouse's <laughs> Truth or Dare, uh, yeah, baby. is uh, you know, fantastic. When you say the word art, <laughs> the first that comes to mind. You think of yeah. entertainment. When you think of edge of your seat thrills, you think of Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, it's a fun, it's a fun horror movie. I like it more than anyone here. Yeah, you like, um, it, you like than... it more than anyone ever. I think. <laughs> no, listen, it's fine. I don't care what's the heat. It's fine. Um, but that's all I gotta say. I guess we could take it off now. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, guys, you know what? Let's just like declare the winner right now. All right, no more bullshit. Slender Man. <laughs> Why is that? None of us liked that. <laughs> what do you mean? I, th- I guess I. It's all, it was a weak year. We had to fill it. <laughs> we just put every horror movie. Yeah, like, the movie, I, yes. That's a <laughs> yes. I just like fill it out. Wait, then where's the purge? Look, Slender Man. Oh, Slender man. was. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yep. The thing about and Sl- Dank Web. The thing about Slender Man 2018. Oh, right. I'm putting that on there. <laughs> we gotta talk about Unfriended 2. Anyway, go ahead. Slender Man. Slender Man. Just, just, just the concept of a guy who's like really tall and skinny. I can never you get down. To that. I could never get down. I could never even fathom what that means. Like if he also had a thyroid problem, then I'd really be hit on that. This is Ugh. you're you're the Slenderman origin story. That's oh what happened God. to him. He was thyroid taken out. And then, he, <laughs> and then he grew tentacles and went to the forest. <laughs> huh, actually. I love again, I love how in that movie everyone lives behind the woods. Mm-hmm. The big woods. It's, it's like the, the, the woods from New Blair Witch. <laughs> it's just oh, yeah. giant, massive, endless. All right. Well, I'm taking out the list what uh, you for mean? the listeners. For the part where the boyfriend was like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and the entire theater was laughing at the movie. <laughs> 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 you know God. that was. If we had a category for most magical theater experiences, that, that would, would be win. one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you could, did you guys um, say that like everyone's like, this I want, is terrible? I want to see like the behind the scenes of that movie so bad. I want to know <laughs> what happened. <laughs> From like the beginning, like the to, to like writing down the concept of like what the fucking executive producer was like, this is what the kids are into now. That sounds like a Sony a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that takes out. Mm-hmm. So, so far we have... Hereditary, Suspiria, Cam, Puka, Mandy, Hellfest, The Ritual, Midnight Man, Revenge, and I added un- Unfinished Dark <laughs> <laughs> Unfinished Dark You know, fuck it, it's not even worth it. I'm just taking it off now. I liked Unfriended Dark Web. I thought what, it was what's okay. A, what's a standout tell me, part? Tell me more, George. I thought it was, it's certainly better than the first one. Yeah, we can all not hard it. to do, but yeah. Um, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. That's all I'll say. It was okay. that part Death- where they hacked his speakers. I, oh, God. <laughs> I remember I was sitting next to someone who was like, <gasps> and, and we, and we were, were like, <laughs> I was like, horrible. I was like, that's fucking real. That is real. real. <laughs> that's just real. It is real, but it's real. And I'm like, sorry, George. It's no, it's real. fine. It's real <laughs> and modern it. to a point where it's kind of funny. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Like, mm-hmm. we just got to figure out, like, every fucking, like, yeah. cryptocurrency fucking. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god! Fucking figured out how to make V bucks into fucking whatever the hell. That's I think the what made that scene stupid is like he went out of his way to like make himself get shot. Still, like he went up the stairs. It, it, yeah, like just like lay down really, with their hands on. He the really ground. sold that, and he really was like. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, 
what a good movie. Man. <laughs> you know, best, best, best horror movie. Best horror movie. All right. Help us. If we're getting rid of Unfriended Dark Web, <laughs> Hellface ain't shit. Come on whoa, now. Whoa. <laughs> Come on now. Remember yeah, the part where uh, <laughs> the girl from Scream was in it? The TV show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nope, he didn't remember that. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was thinking of Scream 4 for some reason. Emma Roberts? I haven't thought of Scream 4 in, since no, I saw yeah. it. yeah, Hellfest is not good. I was just surprised that it wasn't garbage. That is true. It it's isn't just garbage, but it most, doesn't do anything. It's the most middling horror movie of all time I've seen this mm-hmm. of that year. That's fair. It just fills a Netflix slot. I'm not I'm It not does fair. feel like a Netflix-ass movie. Speaking of Netflix movies, no. we'll talk about The Ritual. Because I'm the only one who liked this, I think. (laughs) So this movie was... Are you familiar with this one, George? I'm not. Uh, It's this group of four dudes who had a tragedy happen where their fifth dude friend got murdered. And he wanted to go on this hiking trip. And when he gets murdered, they're like, well, let's go on that hiking trip that he wanted to go on. And so it's these four grieving guys going through the Scandinavian wilderness together. The boys. The boys. <laughs> and uh, it most of it is, you know, very meh. But there's some really cool scenes. Like the guy who blames himself the most for his friend getting murdered. It was like a robbery situation at a gas station. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, there's this one one member of the gang who feels like he could have done more to prevent his friend from being killed. So he's carrying a lot of guilt with him on this trip. And he has these flashbacks. And the way that they stage it in the movie is just very cool. Because it's the middle of the forest. But, but he kind of walks into the convenience store yeah, where the Yeah, it's like the, the, the oh. lights they are... Like, they like mix together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The lights are hanging in their shelves, but it's still incorporated into the mm-hmm. forest. There's and like, I just there's like trees like rooted through yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, it's, That part is very really cool. cool. And then a lot of people don't like the ending, but I think the ending is fantastic. I don't like I'm on <laughs> that group. I don't like because they end up it's very it's i don't want it's not as subtle as blair witch but it's very blair Uh, witchy where mm -hmm. it's like this group of people going loopy in the woods and they're they're lost and they're starting to get desperate but it goes into more cult kind of yeah they happen upon this weird cult village and it it ends up being these people who worship this norse god forest creature and the creature shows up, and I just gotta say, the creature design is super cool, very weird right. looking, and it just wrecks shit in this forest. But also, and I liked it a lot. It sounds like it could be like a VHS short, though. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, it mm-hmm. could have been. It could have been shortened a lot, and okay. it wouldn't have really lost much. But because because a lot of the runtime is like fleshing out the the unrest between these friends, right. mm-hmm. and a lot of that wasn't super compelling. I just liked a lot of the the set pieces of the convenience store in the forest and the final creature design was very cool i i was not a big i feel fan like there are, there are a few movies it looked, that... it looked like something out of hannibal i feel that's like... why i liked it no, well. <laughs> it looked like the the wendigo from hannibal i know there was a wendigo in hannibal oh, hannibal goes there uh, i know from the three episodes i've watched with carrie okay i i feel like there are a, a few movies that do that whole like let's set up these like this group of characters a lot, and then let's have the weird thing happen chorus to the end. Um, there was yeah. a Thai lo- West movie the- with the cult. What was it called? Do, 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 do. 
Oh, are you guys familiar with Ty West? He did nope. uh, a little bit. I, I can't I can't say any of these movies no. though. Anyways, but it was sort of that thing like, hey, here's like three fourths of the movie, getting you know, all these characters and situation, and then shit goes wild real right. quick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we're cutting it, or are we yeah, it? I already cut it, but I just wanted to mention it. Cause... Ryan, I'm breaking kayfabe. Can you bring me those? My glasses are there because my phone's about to die. Yes. I need to look at this list. Thank you very much. Anytime. All right. So could someone cut that if they haven't already? I did. Yeah. All right, so uh, I think we just, I think I was going to read the list again, but I think we said it. What the fuck is the Midnight Man? No, wait, you've talked about this. This is a carry joint. <laughs> what? Why? This is a carry joint. <laughs> to be fair, Midnight Man does feature a kid exploding, which is okay. very good. See, last, last time we had these discussions, my bit was the Bye Bye Man. So this year it's the Midnight, Midnight Man. Man. And honestly, Midnight Man compared to Bye Bye Man is actually competent and all right. You got to admit, Ryan. If you're comparing the two, Midnight Man is much better, and it actually does some things. It does. Bye Bye Man sucks ass, but it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Midnight Man the also the sucks bye ass, the, also hilarious. The Bye Bye Man right. feels like it doesn't know what it's doing. The Midnight Man knows what it's doing. What it's doing just isn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> At least it has, it has a sense of direction and a concept that's... It's not completely like ignoring concepts it builds up. It's, it's trying it's, to build on. The Bye Bye Man, another one of those concept yeah. horror films yeah, that we exactly. were talking about earlier. Don't think it, don't say it. No, but The Midnight Man. Don't is read the desk, the captain. Do uh, Dad, I can't read in the dark. What am I, a flashlight? God, that movie's so great. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Midnight Man definitely doesn't hang, but I just wanted to give it another shout out, give it some love because it does some stuff that is decent. Like the, uh, like, cause basically in the game you're, uh, you have to follow all these rules. Otherwise the Midnight Man comes and gets you and he does a very Pennywise thing where he presents you with, you have to write down what your biggest fear is when you're entering the game basically. And, uh, whatever you write down is what happens to you if you break the rules and he comes to kill you. And so it, a lot of the scenes of people confronting their biggest fear are just honestly pretty cool. And there's some practical effects that I really like. And it's it all, as far as carry joints go, it's actually pretty okay. All right. But it's not one of the No, 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 no. All right. Well. I think if you're one of the type of people who's like, I want to watch a dumb horror movie with yeah, the friends. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is a very Decent. good okay. dumb horror movie yes. to watch with the friends to laugh at. Mm -hmm. And again, a kid literally explodes. He explodes in the first five minutes, and then giblets of him fall from the sky. It's very good. Oh, damn. All right. Hereditary, Suspiria, Cam, Poca, Mandy, Revenge. All right. So, How are we I feel like so far? I can tell you that I think it's hard. Okay, it's not even hard. The winner of this category is Hereditary. Woo I think the winner is Hereditary. Me personally. Um, oh, Don't Ryan. Oh, I didn't me. see this coming. Ryan wants Suspiria to win. Oh. Yeah, I love Suspiria a lot. And there's one that I would want to win purely out of like. I, I did not lot. think this was going to be this difficult. Okay, mm -hmm. then never mind. They're track what I just said. Um, <laughs> uh, I think. Is Mandy uh, considered for the. like? I think it's not considered, but does it fit the top three? I, think... I don't know if I like Mandy as a horror movie. Mm -hmm. I don't. But, well, I mean, like, I don't think of it when I, I don't think, I don't of, think it of it as a horror movie. I don't think of it as a horror movie. Like, I love that movie, I'm and I'm happy. Ass, <laughs> I think it's it's what? like it's like psychedelic a, thriller. Yeah, it, it's like it's like a revenge movie, basically. But it's 
so I guess I guess if we're cutting Mandy, we would have to cut Revenge too, because they're kind of the same thing, I guess, on a very very base level. But it's like a, a subgenre that's kind of far away from its parent. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 All right. Well then, okay. I think Mandy is horror in the same sense that like, um, Army of Darkness would sure. be a horror movie. Like it's got it's got it has horror elements, but very, that's not what yeah, it ex- is. It's extreme. Like there's a lot mm-hmm. of gore and there's demon people, <laughs> but mm-hmm. but I still don't think of it as a horror movie. I mm-hmm. think of it as a an, a high octane punch in the face. <laughs> All right. Well, that, the list got cut down significantly then. Oh, so we're at four Suspiria, now. So we're in Puka. Puka! <laughs> I don't think Puka hangs. You don't think Puka I, hangs? I, I, think I love Puka. I like but... Puka a lot as well. Um, All right, it's a so good Twilight Zone episode. What, what? Okay, so which... I like Puka more than Kim. Which, what? Okay. <laughs> which, gonna... Yeah, which pretty Twilight Zone episode is better? Cam or Puka? Puka, I think. Cam, I would say. I like the, fan, the I fan, like Puka more, but I. I know. I think. Well, here's okay. here's why I love Cam as a horror movie. No, Puka's better. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cam, what Cam does not only with like, like the like the blood and the actual like violence, but it has like that psychological horror to it. Yes. Where you don't really understand what's going on. Identity. I feel like Cam does it more because it's it's more of like it feels like a presence that you can't control. Cam, while Cam, Puka feels like Cam is more of a identity anomaly, mm-hmm. and Puka is like a time anomaly. Yes, mm-hmm. and also Cam sort of just feels more grounded to me in the fact that. That line of work seems like it's very mentally exhausting, mm-hmm. and I could see, like, someone just sort of like this. Going and and crazy. that's an, and that like adds to other themes because when she interacts with some of like the men on the website, like, yeah, on the surface they act like like normal, but then like as she talks to the she's like, oh, okay, <laughs> this person's awful, <laughs> and the sure. distance actually like makes it tolerable. <laughs> Cause like with the fucking scrawny looking guy, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes of the movie is like, I'm doing research. I'm just researching. Well, he's Jado oh, to the right. fucking oh, porn gotcha. lady. That scene's hilarious. <laughs> Cause he's just like insane. It's weird for me to be on the Puka team, and also I don't feel so strong about Puka. Like maybe that just speaks for me how weak of a year it was for. I, I wish really, I wish I saw Revenge. I really I wanted Kim to be in top three. <laughs> but Ryan. Puka. I don't even feel that much strongly about Puka, but I feel I think it does. I think they're very similar movies. Uh, I think uh, as far as what I enjoy about Puka, it's got a lot of reincorporation of small details, and then once the entire story unfolds, you can go back yeah. and unpack more of it. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. that Cam doesn't do that, but Puka is more explicit about it. I don't know if that's a strength or a weakness. The thing with Puka but... is, without spoiling it, is its ending really lends itself to watching again yes. and noticing other things. Mm-hmm. And that's just the type of movie it is. It's a very good Twilight Zone episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so yeah. is Cam. I, mean, I think Puka's a better one. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking hate you guys. Why do this fucking show? Deleting Cam. <laughs> hey man, I wasn't happy about Happy Death Day taking an L either. Um... Yeah. Lillian, you get Suspiria. I do well, not love, yet. I want. I want Cam to be top. I knew Cam wouldn't win. I wanted top three though. That was my goal. <laughs> Puka. I know. 
Who took the exclamation point off the end of yeah. Puka? Come on. I'm, I'm I honestly right can't here. believe Puka's there, but it makes sense. Puka's so good, though. It makes sense. It's, um, so, uh, I, I think, have, I, think man, I, just, I think I, the debate here is between Hereditary I, and Suspiria. I think Hereditary, for me, just feels more like a horror movie by the traditional definition of a horror movie. That's true. And I think that helps because it's mm-hmm. so goddamn good at what it does and hey keep in mind i was sort of disappointed by hereditary mm-hmm. but as when i look in a and i look horror movies 2018 i think hereditary just knocks everyone like fucking straight off with a sucker punch like yes i i would agree with that <laughs> and i think suspiria is fucking fantastic they're both amazing but mm-hmm. i think it's just the fact that it's in that traditional horror style and it does it so well and it just works so much like like just for me, I, like as a as a person who watches a ton of horror movies, Hereditary made me feel upset, and like that doesn't happen ever. And so I think that that I don't, I don't know that that I don't know if that's a oh you already wrote winner cool. <laughs> I I I still ve- feel very passionate about Suspiria, Suspiria but it's amazing. definitely like it's my really kind of horror movies where it it's is more here, yeah. it's. More artsy, yeah. in weird it's way. It's a cool horror movie, whereas you guys like. <laughs> no, 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 no! I fucking love Hereditary. Hereditary is amazing. It's just that if I had to choose one or the other to That's watch, true. I would I, watch. It's Suspiria. very much a Ryan movie. But if we're talking like, you guys make a good point. If we're talking like clean, like horror. That's what hereditary. That's what hereditary does, and that's what it. That's like the most basic is. concept. Yeah, this this is the year of us picking the basic answers for each category. <laughs> but Vice hasn't been nominated for best anything. horror movie. Vice. Have you seen Christian Bale? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hereditary. Congratulations. To be fair, a lot of people chose a quiet place as their favorite horror movie. That's very true. That's God. very true. You know what? I feel a lot better. You know now. what? Fuck a quiet place. God. Not hey, even top 20. I'd put to be fair, we're definitely the <laughs> only people on the planet who put Puka in the top three of our movies. Yeah, it's You know what? I'm going to tweet Puka about <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. It's, it's not our fault that I feel I have good taste. Um, exactly. <laughs> all right. So, Hereditary. Puka, There's... I love you too, but please, if you just watch Cam, you will understand why <laughs> I like it a lot, okay? All right, Listen, so Kim's really fucking good. Gary, can you Cam scroll down this good. list for us so we can Ooh. get it all? Or at least so I next up is worst movie. Did we want to take a break? Oh right, we were gonna take a break, right? Um. Oh wow, there's a lot. Yeah, so we're gonna take a break right now, and we will reconvene and decide uh, standout moment and worst movie. We're back. Time to discuss the worst films. You know, you. I think we had a conversation before that we were gonna have worst movie. Uh, we usually, had, I think, last year we had it right before the best. But I think I remember thinking it was like we have like now like best performance right before the best movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to have the good vibes before going into best movie. So now. We you don't have, want to already feel defeated. Yes, exactly. It's like fucking. Who cares about movies? What do we, we do? A podcast. For this. Um, so worst movies. 2018. Uh, Ryan, do you want to read the oh list? Oh boy. Uh, so we have Mute, Ready Player One, The Nun, Slender Man, Assassination Nation, Fantastic 
Beast, The Crimes of Grindelwald, Aquaman 2018, Venom, The Cloverfield Paradox, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, Pacific Rim, Uprising, Tomb Raider, The Girl with the Dragon, in the no, dragon, no, no. the girl no, in the no. dragon, the, the girl in the demon house, <laughs> the girl in the spider's web, the girl in the demon house, <laughs> solo a demon house story, <laughs> and Halloween. So it is an interesting. Where do we want to start here? It is an interesting array of movies. Um, well, I think we all know that Aquaman's definitely not one. No, of the I mean, I think, I think that was an oversight on our part. We apologize to our <laughs> listeners. Uh, for, Please, please, please do not uh, put that when you we will send star. an apology letter to Jason Momoa. <laughs> uh, so. We know, we have his personal contact information. <laughs> when he mailed me back saying, "Stop mailing me, Ryan." Um, does anyone even remember anything from the Cloverfield Paradox for it to even be here? Like, I understand it was bad, but it was also the most forgettable movie of the year for like by a country Did you see it, George? No. Good. They, they, uh, they they uh, use their flux capacitor machine or whatever, and then they look outside and they see that the Earth is gone, and they're like, "We destroyed the Earth." <laughs> Instead of thinking we moved, they think what yeah. we destroyed Flash Earth. In the pan, fucking what a bad, like a middling tweet of a movie. Like, just, oh guys, uh, where's the Earth? Oh, oh, oh. There's the part where fucking Elizabeth Debicki is just in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the worm guy, that part's pretty great. Yeah. The piece so, yeah, I will, it really should not be a The piece I will say for it is that it's a bummer that that's the follow-up to 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. So it's To gone. be fair, it doesn't feel like that at no, all. No, like follow-up in terms of like it's another movie in the Cloverfield franchise. Mm -hmm. You think this concept is now dead? Cause they cause when they first did this. It's wild how that movie sort of like like killed when the they brand. First did Cloverfield Lane, people like, yes, we want more of this weird take on it, and then this came out, and people were like, like we're good. Actually. We're actually, you know, actually, you know, you <laughs> fucked up really bad, so we're good. I think that's sort of where it's at. Because um, Overlord was rumored to be one of those, and I still I haven't thought seen. That's that. what it was. Me too. But it was reported on that for like months, like it, it just is. But then last minute, they're like, no, it's it sounds like some people got worked. Things. That's what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Whatever um, happened, it doesn't matter because we haven't seen it, so we can't comment on it. Mm -hmm. But we have Solo, seen it. a Star Wars movie, is a forgettable motion picture. It is not the worst movie of the year, I think. Or the top three. George. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I, I deeply despise Solo, a Star Wars story. Solely because. Solely? <laughs> solely because it offers nothing. Let me tell and you about Amelia and, Clark. And people's <laughs> arguments for it is like, but it's fun. I had fun. Right, you hate fun. It's like, I mean, you do. I do. It is true. But we that's another. We had this conversation on Letterbox recently. Uh, but it's just, it's, it says nothing. It has his whole origin in like the span of like two days. Yeah. Where like he gets his fucking name. He gets his fucking uh, ship. He does the Kessel Run, which. I understand less of yeah, now. Yeah, me too. It's like, <laughs> like I don't get it. Like, I even asked one of our Star Wars friends, uh, I was like, can you explain it to me? He's like, Brian, it's so simple. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you go through the stars. It's not really about distance. It's more about how close you get it to is, the star. It's like, but what it is, is it? It is extremely prequel energy and with that why? movie. But it's like, the thing, remember that thing, like, that was a mystery? Like, let's just explain it, and you just ruined it. Like, Han Solo's yeah. lame now, somehow. Yeah, he's, he sucks. He just yeah. sucks. 
The whole movie is about him wanting to get back with Amelia Clark, even though you know Amelia this Clark isn't going very to work out. Person. Um, and a great actress, but and and a misuse of Donald Glover also. Um, yes, so he he deserves a lot. He deserved a lot better. Than he deserved this. a whole lot fucking better. He really he was exactly what I thought was worried it would be. Where he's just like a bit character. Like let's put Donald Glover, let's pay him, let's put him in a fucking. Uh, let's make him wacky. Let's put him in the costume. He's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is, baby. And it was like great, fantastic, <laughs> love it. Let's go home. Um, I don't think it needs to be on. There was his robot that he loved or didn't that love. Robot was so annoying. Yeah, yeah. I understood what they were trying to do with that robot, but they tried like to do something it, with every robot. It felt like it. a parody, though. Yeah, it felt but like they're trying really hard with that. I think looking back robot. as we after we've seen Spider Verse and seen like update like what Phil Chris Lord and Phil Miller. <laughs> yeah, me too. I did the same thing. I, I was got, like. Chris, Lord, Chris, Chris Lord and Phil uh, Miller, Chris. Like what? What they're capable yes. of, and it's just like, man, this movie could have been like really it a hundred uh, could have been cool. It, it feels like uh, a Ron Howard film. Well, yes. I mean, I was comparing. I was gonna compare the situation to. Uh, it feels like we could have gotten something really cool, like with. Uh, Edgar Wright was supposed to do Ant Man. Right. It but, feels like it but was. But you can still be... feel some of the Edgar Wright like flavor in that movie. That's a little, true. A little bit. Here it's like just it's just gone. I don't even know. Especially with that, like they did it with Edgar Wright. It's not like he filmed he just wrote everything out and it was all set up and there was like actually uh I'm, I'm bouncing and they just got someone else in. This was they filmed the whole movie yeah. again. Which is like what? Like <laughs> How bad it, could this have conceivably be? And it didn't work out for anyone. No. Like, it, it was a weird moment for, like, Disney just, like, just egg on their face. Like, this is mm-hmm. just a waste of everyone's time and energy. Um, so it's gone. And I think I remember seeing, like, an article from, like, the Disney CEO. Like, yeah, we, uh, we, we, we kind of overdid Star Wars for a little bit there. We fucked that one up, huh? But Dang everyone is. appreciated that Star Wars break, aren't they? I... Remember the last time? What was the last time you even heard about a Star Wars, George? Apparently 2018 when I saw the motion picture Solo. I know, Apparently. right? It's crazy. <laughs> if you told me, George, you didn't see that movie, I was like, oh, I guess I didn't. I, I thought I did. <laughs> I, I had the ticket stub, but maybe I just I mean, didn't see it. Anyways. Speaking of that, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grimbada <laughs> is a motion picture that certainly did not need to exist and uh, questions why I even like Harry Potter. Um... Carrie, you're the only one here. I know, and so I'm trying to remember why I was angry about it, but I don't know. I mean, Nagini is a lady. Uh, that was really fucking dumb. Uh, yeah, and I'll have you know she was also Asian, so yeah, man, the, there uh, is representation. Yeah. You're just not looking hard enough. And also, they like just retconned a bunch of shit they made up for the first movie. It's like, remember that thing we set up? Don't worry about it. That's actually not even a thing. <laughs> we're at, we're we're at there from it. two years ago. No. Well, well, don't worry about it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh yeah, and and uh, Grindelwald ripped a fat vape cloud from yes, that I skull do remember thing. This. Yeah, I remember <laughs> Showed them a, a a vision of the future of like World War Two, <laughs> and they were all like, "Oh no, yeah, this movie's bad." But it doesn't need to be on here. No, it's okay. It's still got Ezra Miller in it, and he's cute. That is true. I'd like to. Is this... Ezra Miller canceled yet? That seems like prime canceled material. No. Okay. no, no, no. He's, I mean, you can cancel him and still be attractive. He's stronger than ever, I think. Uh, okay. well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm just thinking about his Playboy photo shoot. Yeah. Um, 
I like to. I'm gonna cut the girl, the dragons, with in the dra in the spider's web. Uh, so this, I watched. Uh, girl into this the girl verse. What? Yes. Yeah, so, like, I love the girl, the dragon tattoo. It's a fantastic like thriller mystery. I need to watch. As someone who loves Gone Girl, it appears mm -hmm. that I need to watch that movie. It's very good, especially in terms of like structure. It doesn't like feel like a like a normal. It's like these two different movies happening at the same time. And then they end, and then another movie starts with both of them interacting. It's crazy and weird. But this movie seems like they remembered they had the rights to it, and yeah. they had to do something well, like that. Well, what's interesting about this is, originally Girl in the Dragon's Day was supposed to be like a trilogy, but it lost a lot of money. Oh, the, oh right, you're it, right. It I remember a lot this. It was money. not successful. And like the sequels, because like, the sweet, there's a, an original Swedish film trilogy based on the books, and those are like The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Web and... Hornet's nest. Do you Hornet's wet. Hornet's nest. Hornets and, don't build webs. And um, <laughs> the girl who played with fire. Uh -huh. And those are both, ba and those all three were based on books by this one guy. But then the guy died like halfway through writing the fourth one. And then very recently, just some other guy, I don't know the exact story, just started writing sequels to them. And the first <laughs> one was the girl in the spider's web, and then followed by. The Girl Who Takes an Eye for an Eye, which is a bad title for, for a book, I'll be honest. And so when they made this, they just like, well, let's just skip straight to the fourth book in the trilogy. Mm. And you can really feel that in this, because it's supposed to be a sequel to The Girl in the Dragons with the Dragon's Tattoo. The but they talk about things that happen in between the movies, and it's weird. And also, this movie isn't really about... It's Claire not, Foy, shut up. She, she's, she's such a great actress, but she's so... She's not given a lot to work with here. Directed by fucking Fetty Alvarez. Yeah. So, like, so much stuff should be working out here. Nah, I think he's kind of hit or miss. That's true. But I feel like... But this is something that feels very, like, he could have done better. Because it feels like a boring action movie. Which is such a big departure, because there was, like, no action in that original film. It was all about the mystery. And also a big part of that original film is all about like, oh, um, there's this whole side thing of like what happened to like her family. Basically, she killed her dad. And then the plot of this one is, it's like, oh, so uh, my dad died recently, uh, like a few years ago. And this sister that I never mentioned I had, uh, she was crazy and evil and we got to take her out or something. Mm. But, uh, but it's not worst movie. It's not worse. Movie. It's probably it's, even closer to another category. It's, it's much closer to another category that's on our list, I would say. But it's so... It had a few moments that were pretty good, but it's just... It's such a... Such a look into something that could have been great. And it's like, oh man, this sucks. All right, <laughs> this, so... This deeply sucks. The list as it is now, with that taken off, is Mute, Ready Player One, The Nun, Slenderman, Assassination Nation, Venom, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Pacific Rim, Uprising, Tomb Raider, Demon House, and Halloween. And I think I've now, uh, I can now encapsulate the energy I'm feeling in this category. It's a lot of movies like, man, who the fuck gives a shit? Yeah. Like, man. What exactly is, what is your deal with Tomb Raider 2018? Oh. 
Because who fucking gives a shit? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> fucking Laura Croft. We didn't care about the video games. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> but, Carrie, did you see that? I'm going to get my, my happy ass on a boat so I don't have to sign my dead dad's company away. And I'm going to go find my dad. Oh, my dad's alive? But Walton Goggins is here. Oh, no. But it's not really like skeleton magic monsters. It's a disease. Oh, <laughs> That sounds less far She 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 rode that bike really fast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you just like it because you want Laura Croft to strangle you and then throw you down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just like it because her arms are beefy. They are beefy. <laughs> she's a she's a toned woman. Um, she could kick my ass. She could <laughs> kick, all, kick all of our asses. And you know what? We'd all be fine with it. Yeah. And for that reason alone, I say it should be removed from the worst film list. Yeah, I don't really... Does it? Oh, man. Again, like, this this category has so much... Who gives a shit? I just don't, yeah, I don't really care about most of these. Yeah, God. Okay. Like, can... can Here's what I'm saying. Movies that are bad, can you, like, up your game and be more terrible so it's yeah, at least interesting? <laughs> come on now. Um, like, Pacific Rim Uprising. Like, what are we doing here, guys? John Boyega, I get it. Listen, I get it. Pacific Rim was a good movie. Uh, <laughs> definitively. It was a good yeah. motion picture. You got this so fucking punch. <laughs> um, oh, man. Pacific Rim Uprising is just, uh, it's just a smear on the great legacy of Pacific Rim. <laughs> oh, one. boy. Oh, you're killing me here, man. At the same time, it is not one of the worst movies of 2018. No. There is a category where it'll do very well later. <laughs> um... Let, let's 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 talk about Venom for a second. Yeah, yeah. I never saw Venom. You still haven't seen Venom? No. A lot of people tell me Venom is good, actually. I, no. <laughs> I hear I hear like extreme opposite opinions like every other day. Like I'll see someone be like, you know what? I watched Venom. It was it's great. Right. It was fun. And then I'll see a tweet that's like, all oh, you people who told me that Venom was fun, actually, you owe me five dollars. This is terrible. And I was like, I am no. I I'm just not gonna commit to watching this. It's just so weird, and it, and it has it does nothing. There's nothing, it does nothing, there's nothing about it. It's so weird. Him and Venom kiss at one point. People won't shut up about a scene where he just like goes into a fancy restaurant and jumps in a lobster tank and just starts eating lobsters out of the tank. They're like, it's so much fun. It sounds pretty good, right? No, it's weird. It's such a weird movie. There's a part Listen, where- weird is better than boring. The, That's true. The Stanley cameo, he talks to Tom Hardy. He's like, you guys are doing really good. Then he walks away, he's like, Wait, what did he mean, us guys? Where is he? That's literally what happened. <laughs> that was the literal Stanley cameo. It was so. It was the last scene of the movie, and God forbid the post-credit scene. It's the longest thing. Oh, it's the, the setup. Carnage. The right? Setup for Carnage. It's the longest post-credit scene ever, and Woody Harrelson is wearing a fucking uh, Wendy's wig. It's so weird. And he literally says his character, when I get out of here, Tom Hardy, There's going to be some you. carnage. There's going to be a bunch of carnage, and you're going to be like, Oh, Venom. Girl Venom is in this movie, no? What? Am I making this up? Isn't like the the, the She-Venom? Yes. This? Oh, I completely forgot about this. Yeah, totally. She-Venom is in the movie. Man, you know what? This movie is pretty good. No, 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 no. So no, no, fucking no. You know how She-Venom looks in the comics? Yes, I do. It's the exact same. Yeah, you totally. We had this conversation. It's before. the exact <laughs> yeah. same. I asked about the boobs, and you it's said like, oh, yes. I'm, I'm going to yeah. bust a nut. <laughs> 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 
gonna busk some goom because he's full of goom. That's the kiss scene. She Venom kisses the, Tom Hardy, the and the and the kiss, <laughs> and then the kiss makes the goo go from uh, Michelle Williams onto Tom Hardy. Yeah. Michelle Williams also in this motion picture. Yeah, she said she did it for a paycheck. No, this sounds good all right, her. honestly. Yeah. But yeah, good, honest, good. Michelle Williams deserves Venom, one good thing. Too interesting for this list. That's what I gotta say. Honestly, it is certainly a film that you can talk about and not want to blow your brains out immediately. Yeah. Is it a good movie? No. And if you're gonna argue with me on that, then I don't care. I oh, don't. God, I no, really no, don't no, care. So bad. <laughs> talked about eating a, eating a spleen and then he wanted to turn the guy into a little poo and roll down the street like a little poo. <laughs> it was what? funny. The scene from the trailer was like, it's going to be like a turn in the wind when I'm done with you, buddy. It's Not like, ringing any bells. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, a guy is holding up a convenience store and Tom Hardy's like, oh man, I guess I gotta take care of this. Then Venom comes out and he grabs the criminal and he's like, I'm going to eat your pancreas. And then you'll spleen, and then your eyes, and you'll just be this lifeless little turd in the wind. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, Whoa. Also, like I said uh, on our discussion, he says Eddie in a very funny way. Eddie. Eddie. I do like that. I'm so sorry, Eddie. I was a bit of a loser on my planet too, Eddie. Eddie. Uh, that's, like that. that part especially was awful. I was a bit of a loser on my planet too, Eddie. That's why I want to kill all of my fucking people. So, folks, Halloween, there is a category where Halloween makes sweep the category. Uh, I don't know if it's the worst movie of the year. Uh, I would describe it as disappointing. Because um, I can't think if there's anything bad about Halloween. Just underwhelming. Mm. Unless y'all think it should be on here. Well, no, I'm just trying to think of things that are bad about it. I'm trying to think of things that happen in it. <laughs> that guy, thought, like, he was like, we're, gonna, we're making a podcast, guys! <laughs> that, that, that was hilarious. That was the best part of the movie, honestly. Uh, I didn't like some of the some of the teen stuff. I didn't I didn't about. like, and again, this falls into the, the disappointing, the fact that it was marketed as, like, oh, fucking it, Michael Myers versus J- Jamie Lee Curtis. Here we go, Hell baby. Yeah. And it's not that at all. No. It's not. It's like, teen, like here's it's your like, daughter hanging out. It's that fucking, this is gonna be a stretch, but it's like that, that one Three Generations movie that had Lindsay Lohan in it. It's like that movie meets Halloween, where it's like about the grandma and the mom and the daughter, and they're Oof, all like yeah, hanging nope, out together. Yeah, but it's this. It's the same. It's all the right. same group. I'll of take people. your word for it. I'm just saying it's the same cast of characters that would be a, a grandma, a mom, oh, and a daughter. Okay. But in this one, it's them fighting off against Michael Myers. All right. Well, Halloween, we will revisit you. You're not here. So we're at Mute, Ready Player One, The Nun, Slenderman, Assassination Nation. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and Demon House. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is a fucking terrible goddamn movie. Do you know the fucking energy? Like, Jurassic World 1 had a few redeeming action scenes in it. It was pretty good. Like how they just mauled that lady. It was still a bad movie. Like, it's steeped in cliche. It's just like having like, oh, this is a fun time, guys. Right? And like fucking... Uh, what's his name? His name is escaping me like it always does with this podcast. Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt is like, oh, I'm a good, cool guy. And fucking... Uh, fucking My Gwen- church has no problem. My Every- church is pretty cool, actually. <laughs> and old Gwen Stacy's like... 
Well, I guess so. <laughs> but at least they're cool dinosaurs, and you remember the the concept of Jurassic Park. It's like, oh man, that was a good movie. This is fun. Uh, and Jurassic World, just like this song, like this party's gone on too long, guys. We need to go. Why are we still like? Yes, that bit was really funny. It's still cool, but now. <sighs> And there's like some fucking nerd guys like, guys, I don't want to go to Jurassic Park. It's scary. And it's like this fucking pussy ass bitch right here. Am I right, guys? And it's like, okay, I'll go. Yeah, dinosaurs. It's just, it's just a bad. I don't know if you've ever said. I don't think you've said one distinguishable thing that happened in this movie. You're just saying feelings. And I love it still. Listen, yeah, I, I'm fully ready to put this. I assume that people listen to the episode Jurassic World, but if you didn't. This movie, like, the setup is just so ridiculous, and it just feels like it's going on. Be- <sighs> like, they go back, like, we gotta save the dinosaurs, and like, no, we're not saving the dinosaurs, actually. Gotcha. We're gonna sell them for profit. Oh, no, who could have saw this coming, guys? And it's just, it just, it's just not fun along the way. It just, it just feels like a sci-fi B-grade movie. It's, it's just yeah. a waste of everyone's time, and makes me feel like Jurassic Park sucks. Like, at this point, there's more bad Jurassic Park than good Jurassic Park, but, like, a huge amount. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what are we doing here, guys? I don't even know. Even the Jeff Goldblum can't save it from this. Even the, the fact that the, the final bit is that, like, when... Spoilers for Jurassic World, I think I said this on the podcast, Probably. that when the dinosaurs... Because they, they bring them to... They're going to auction them out. Uh, it's like the son of one of the, the co-partners with uh, Dr. Grant? I forget who William Attenborough's character. What, the partner of William Attenborough... Uh, he's the last remaining, like, like, person, like, in charge of Jurassic Park, and he tells his son, like, yeah, you can go, he's gonna save all the dinosaurs for me, he's gonna, he's a great guy. Psych, he takes him, he's gonna sell them, and then the dinosaurs run out of the auction house, it's really wild, and then Jeff Goldblum is at a court hearing, and he's all like, we are now living in a Jurassic world. Bam, bam, bam! And the next movie's like, oh no, we're living in Jurassic world. So I don't know what you call Jurassic world, the third one, because we're at Jurassic World now. Um, Jurassic World, Jurassic World. <laughs> I don't know. It's not good. Yeah, I believe it. I think I'm this glad is a, I didn't see it. I think this is a contender for worst movie. Yeah, yeah we can keep it for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is now getting tough, I'll be honest, because I hate all... Like, I've seen the rest of these movies, and I really hate all of them. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to talk about Demon House? Security? We can talk about Demon okay. House. Yeah, you can talk about Demon House. <laughs> Demon House. I put it on the list, so I know it's bad, but it's also hilarious. All right. But Carrie. I think it should stay on because okay. it's just awful. It's so bad. Like as a documentary, Ryan. Like, yes, as a it's documentary, it's horrible. Terrible. Like the, the if, if for anyone who doesn't remember the setup is it's Zach Bagans of Ghost Adventures fame. That's it. We all guys. And, uh, <laughs> that's all we need to know. Worst movie. But he buys this supposedly demon filled house in Gary, Indiana, and then this entire documentary is just him plopping around in this house and like trying to string things together and going This is straight faced, right? Like this isn't a, this is spinal tap. This is oh, this oh, is no. straight oh, yeah. This is this is dead like, cold. The serious. way the way Zach Bagans is, he just he seems like a he, uh, one of his greatest influences is PT Barnum. Oh, okay. So he's working he, us here, brother. He seems okay. like everything about him seems like he should be facetious, but I don't know. 
but anyway. he's an enigma. He's, he has this attitude that makes him seem like he's part of the joke and he's like playing into it. Yeah. But he he's, seems like a made up character. He's cold serious about oh, everything. So and it's funny. insane. <laughs> There's have a you, part have where. You, have you experienced much Zach Bagans before watching this documentary? I've seen clips, but like I don't particularly like these shows just because I'm. I'm not the biggest like haunted place. Is his show the one Post Malone went? No, yeah, I wouldn't know. It was his his haunted museum that oh, Post Malone was okay. visiting, and there was security footage oh, of okay. them touching the Dybbuk box. Because I like I like like documentaries where like like haunted like places and stuff. But when they have like these characters like Zach Bagans being like the leading force in it, it's like it just drains all the intrigue it's out so of it. Because it's like. We're right here under the murder bridge. <laughs> it's like, shut up. You're making this. I'm this in your corner, Mr. Boots. That's my favorite episode of Ghost Adventures. It sounds all right. But, uh. No, there's a part where, uh, one, but, okay, of, one of the but, cameramen get possessed. Oh my god. And he. They, the, this sketchy ass dude they're back at their hotel after they go to the demon house all day and then the dude's like running around in the hallways like yelling at the elevator being like oh, everything's a bitch I gotta go back to the house <laughs> and then he's just like he, he got to the negative energies of the house infected him too much and then a little text blurb comes up and it's like he unfortunately had to be let go <laughs> So, could you imagine, George, if you started working somewhere and you got possessed by a demon and they fired you? <laughs> no, this guy, this guy won't cut it. He got pissed by a demon that quickly. No. And then, like, after the movie's over, they show, like, like what he's up to now. He has, like, a bunch of 666s tattooed on his hands. He's just, like, this crazy person now, apparently. He's like, what the hell's going on? And a scene that we will talk about later, but I need to stress this here. At the very end of it, fucking Zach Bad's like, all right, I've had enough. I'm going to literally lock myself in this house all night. I'm going to close up the doors, and this is going to be me and the fucking demons, and we're just going to see what happens. And he has the camera set up, and he's like, oh, oh my God, it's right there. And then the camera goes blurry. Well, because it, it gets to be about, like, 3 a.m., and nothing's happened. So Zach Bagan starts, like, I mean... Stuff probably definitely starts <laughs> happening, but it, it, if 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 one were to be a skeptic, you could look in and see. Maybe he was, Zach Bagans it was three a.m. He was born. No, he was starting to sweat and be like, "I need something for the finale of my documentary." So he starts flipping shit and like this house had been empty the entire runtime of the documentary, but once it was the final lockdown, they filled it with a bunch of furniture and TVs and stuff. They didn't turn anything on, but there just so there was stuff for Zach Bagans to knock over. And when he was like getting overcome with the energy, <laughs> and then he starts complaining that his eyes really hurt and his eyes are sore. And then, uh, yeah, he's sitting on the bed, and there's he has his camera next to him, and he he starts freaking. He's like, oh, oh, don't come any closer. Oh! <laughs> and then you see the footage from his camera. And uh, unfortunately, since he was so spooked by the demon, he like bumped into his camera mm, and, the, and it, got it, off it, focus. it unfocused. Yeah. So you can see this black blob kind of rush at him. But but the lasting effects How from, from the black blob are that it made it ganked Zach Bagan so hard in his face that he has permanent double vision now and he has to wear corrective prism glasses mm. for the rest what of his life. What an idiot. <laughs> 
because the events of this movie took place in like it, it wasn't recently. It's been years since he actually like filmed this, I believe. And I remember watching Ghost Adventures when he started wearing glasses. I was like, what's up with the glasses, you tool? And I was like, oh my god. I have double vision, actually. Because a demon possessed my eyeballs or something. Yeah, this no, movie's a train wreck of a documentary. Yeah, it's awful. It's clearly fake. <laughs> I hate to break and it just to you. The, the lengths he goes to to be like, this house is powerful like the top the strings he pulls in like how he has his psychic friend call him on the phone and do a psychic reading and then the next week she's murder suicided by her boyfriend and he's like this is probably because of the demons in this house they went through and made her boyfriend murder her and it's like zach no and then the old man the old man whose organs just stop Someone has total organ failure, and he's like, oh, the fuck is demons? I mean, I have double vision. I definitely have double vision. I'm definitely not just wearing sunglasses. That's definitely not wearing real D 3D glasses that I punched the lenses out. <laughs> or we forgot to talk about the best part at the beginning of the movie, the warning screen. Oh where it's my like God. demons can possess items, things, and electronical devices. And Zach Bagans alleges that his documentary is haunted with demonic energy. And just by watching it, we invite negative things. Mm. Thankfully, I'm not in that apartment anymore. So <laughs> it's full of demons. It's full of demons. <sighs> There's just so much to unpack. I don't know if I want to keep this as worst movie. It sounds like it's not a worst keep... movie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Legendary. Can we go back to best horror? You want to cut, George? It's all on you if you want to cut. I it. think it sounds fun, and I want to see it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh. I I I don't. Is it like a prime movie now? It's I a remember, prime movie. Oh, <laughs> that always happens to me. I bought it as soon uh. as it came out. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's great. All right. So but we got. Awful. Can we take off the nun and Slenderman? Well, maybe not Slenderman, but the nun. I'm. Slenderman needs to stay, but yeah, the, the, the nun, nun is, is insulting. Really, it's a bummer. It's the nun a, is insulting? It's, is insul it's insulting. It's insulting. God. Insulting. Insulting. Because it's just, it's just nothing. It's nothing. Nothing happens. It's and it, and it has a plot thing. that, it has a plot that doesn't make any sense for what you're trying to do. Granted, I was to do for most of it, so. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you never experienced the true horror. I woke up the for the fucking fear. blood fucking nonsense. Um, I remember I went to a party, like, shortly after this movie came out, and there was a bunch of drug people, they were like, the nun and I was like yes <laughs> Ryan's first solidarity with drunk people <laughs> like, fuck, fuck the, the nun <laughs> it's like yes am I right finally see I when I'm drunk people. at parties people always come up to me and try and talk about mother and I'm like leave <laughs> me alone <laughs> that's happened three times oh my god that's amazing three different people <laughs> that's 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 pretty Carrie, good next time I'm at a party with you and you're drunk I'm like to the mother well, back on it. a lot of the people who i'm not like super close with they know that i do movie stuff and they're like and they're all like horror fans so they're, like, the they're like so i just watched and when it came out on hulu and they're like so we just watched mother and, and, and i'm like <laughs> i need my full brain to be functioning to truly <laughs> discuss channel my hatred channel my hatred of this but yeah the nun is nothing and i'm not looking forward to the Yorona. Uh, this year, actually, I ain't kind of looking forward to it, but I, I think oh, it's gonna yeah. be disappointing. Um, 
Anyways, none. That director has two movies coming this year. It's that and a movie called Polaroid, based on a short film he made. That Polaroid I, is in the horror movie that I've seen ads for for the last like two years. Yes. <laughs> it's finally been, coming it's out. Been, it's been delayed Yay! a lot. But I saw the short film it was based off of, and like the idea is fine. I think it could be made into a decent horror movie. I, I don't have a lot of faith in it. My favorite part of the trailer is when they try and set it on fire. The little picture, and then the girl sets on fire. Mm. They're like, ah! That's pretty good. stomp it out. You see, I've right. seen that. I've seen yeah, that, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so we're at Mute, Ready Player One, Slender Man, Assassination Nation, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Oh, boy. Which one of these heavy players do you want to tackle first, Ryan? In, in what regard? It's Ready well, Player think... One. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, that movie is a nightmare. It's bad. It's, it's fucking it's, garbage. I hate that movie. So that's really that's a movie where it's like, if someone walks up to me and is like, you know what's a really fun movie, right, that fun people like? Ready Player One. It's like, alright, I'm gonna kill you. People have also approached me about Ready Player One. While you were inebriated? I don't. No. <laughs> so, but it's people who I didn't know very well, so I was like, oh yeah, and they were like, oh my god, the shining part, though, and I was like, oh yeah. Oh, right, yeah, that was like the That's ultimate really cool. carry fucking... So cool. That was the ultimate carry rub. We were like made a bingo card and then fucking. Oh, we made a bingo card! I loved our bingo card. Oh, we're like, such ass. That felt like a personal attack on you, Carrie. <laughs> you know what? I could remove this film Gary, from your like shining Just because we made we made bingo cards and you like almost got a blackout. You really fucking nailed it, Carrie. Oh. You can't like I like with the shot like the movie began with the Minecraft reference, <laughs> and you were like, "Oh yeah!" And it was like five seconds into the movie. <laughs> Fucking Battletoads are in that movie. They are. Oh god. There's the Akira bike and the DeLorean mm-hmm. and fucking. Uh... So okay, I can't believe so it was... that that the the races were going on for like years, and <laughs> no, no one, one and no one back. no one thought of going backwards. No one. Nope. Not a single person. Also, why this guy? What does this guy even That's do? That's the thing for me that makes this movie bad. It's <laughs> this guy in the relationship with the with the female protagonist in this yes. movie. Yes. Who is in a hideous, fucking disgusting fucking monster. Fucking monster. Oh my god. This is great audio probably. Could you, could you imagine like... Because... Like, what year is this movie supposed to take place? Like, 2000, like, like 30, <laughs> 40 something? It's, it's in the future enough that people will still get mad at you if you haven't seen The Shining. So it's, like, in the future, but not, like, hundreds of years I'm I'm gonna say, like, 1930, all right? So that's, like... So this kid in, like, 1930, he loves 80s pop culture. That's, like, if someone now... Like, someone that we knew around... That was, like, 1930? <laughs> No, 2030s. Okay, I was like, what? 2030s, sorry. 2030s, love in the 80s, like 50 years back. Like, imagine if we had a friend who was like, dude, Ryan, it never got better than the 50s. It yeah, never got better. The so music mean, if I never was the grew best. Up past high school. If I, yes. Yeah. First off, that person's probably a racist. Probably. <laughs> probably. So I think this kid might be a racist. I need to get just put it out there. <laughs> But, like, it's so... What it does with pop culture is it just uses it as eye candy, too. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't have any regard for, like, 
the content of it or what it like represents. It's just like, oh my god, it's Mechagodzilla and a Gundam. And I think that was like Iron Giant. Oh my god, the Power what Power Rangers in there? And I think no, I think so. And because he's very very picky with that license. But oh, okay. I think. Better. We all knew that going into this, but yeah. really it was the fucking characters that just like, man, this is insufferable. When people just like name drop popular things. Again, I knew walking in expecting that. Yeah, except it's worse when you visually Oh, there were moments, I think, it. for real, that I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I can't think of them right now. Um, but, yeah. He I just names know. like John Hughes movies. Yeah, that was bad. That was pretty I was bad. Just, I was also that guy, though, so, you know. Well, like, that's not that bad for now. This is like because we grow out of it eventually. This, this is like movie's yeah, never this gonna... movie's never gonna grow out of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, because I found myself questioning my hatred of this movie, like not a lot, but because uh, when I watch movies like Spider Verse or Lego Two, and they have like references to stuff, I laugh at it and I enjoy it, and I'm like, well, why did I hate it in Ready mm. Player One and not in these movies? But it's like. It felt empty in yeah, Ready sure. Player One, and it felt, I don't know, there was other stuff it's, going on in these other movies mm-hmm. that do it. It's trying to sell you nostalgia. Yeah, because like, yeah. Ready yeah. Player One the, like, doesn't have anything else going for it. It's really when, whenever, <laughs> When like any movie makes any sort of reference, it feels like, the idea is to make it feel natural, like, oh, we're just talking about this thing that everyone knows about. Like, if someone mentions Star Wars in, like, a fucking movie, it's like, oh, because Star Wars is a thing that affects a lot right. of people. And I was like, oh, guys, you like Star Wars, too? What? <laughs> no fucking way! You've heard of Star Wars? <laughs> oh, my God, you've seen Back to the Future? Don't you love how the co- the, co- the the car goes in, in, into the past? <laughs> Ready Player One on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, okay, so, all right. It's- it's nothing, and it's yeah, boring. It All right, so Ryan, here's the thing. I I think this is gonna come down to. Oh boy, I know I, I know mute is bad, and I know you dislike Assassination Nation. Oh, but no. I have a hard time now seeing a list without Jurassic. Well, I guess Slender. Actually, maybe no. This is hard now. Actually, this is a murderer's row of bad movies. Actually, All right, where, where do you want finally me to, where the, the do, real want, cream rises to the top? Where do you want me to start, George? Where do you want me to start? I don't know. What, what do you What are you feeling, Carrie? Uh. Mute's just really disappointing because Mute? Duncan Jones. Yeah, that is. You, you know he can do better because he yeah. he made like, Mute, right, which Warcraft, is a fantastic film. I get film. it. Listen, we no one had to get high expectations for that movie, but Moon was good, and he's still good. And then uh, and no. this movie is a sequel to Moon. Basically. Yes, that's the other thing. Like, it makes it worse. Like uh, I liked the Moon joke. The Moon Mute. The Moon jokes were always great. Like I'm 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 him. No, I'm him. <laughs> But it was just like he'd look up at a screen and be like, oh, it's boring. Yeah, Anyways, no, let me get back to my just... It's just a basic power fantasy where a dude's girlfriend gets kidnapped and he has to save her. Like, that's all it is. Except it looks really cool. Right? No, it doesn't. It's like world building in such a dumb way because it never feels like a convincing place because it's mm-hmm. just trying to drive home how difficult it is for him as a mute man in this future world but it just sets up scenarios that don't make any sense Mm -hmm. because there's all these machines that he runs into that are strictly voice activated so he's like oh well i can't i can't use this but it's like that wouldn't ever be like he's in a fucking library and there's a there's a card machine like to look up a book he has to Mm -hmm. speak into this it's like it's a library Mm -hmm. so it just tries to force this 
Force it's this, like, what if Amazon Echoes this, went too far? Man. tries to force this lonely feeling in this world, and it's like, it just doesn't, I don't know, it didn't I think, that bothers I, me. Especially way, since, way like, we saw this, like, so, like, after um, a sh- The Shape of Water, which, like, oh, play, sure, yeah. which plays with, like, a, a mute character. Mm-hmm. So, like, genuine and well. And this guy is just, like... He just writes down what he's trying to say to people. Like, there's no... Like, when he wants to communicate something, he just writes it down mm-hmm. and shows it to him. There's no, like... There's no flair, guy. There, there, no, there's no... There's no, <laughs> there's no, like, sense of, like... Like, true, like, dis... I guess disability? Because, sure. like, he just... Like, it doesn't what, feel like this... this it doesn't I, feel like a weird thought nitpick, is... but it doesn't feel like this actor is fully immersed in this. In yeah, this exactly. Role. Or it feels more like the character that they've been given is not really fleshed out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Um, and like he's he's all old timey because he was born Amish, so he has oh, yeah. he has basically like a one of our phones, yeah. and not a fancy future phone. Oh, that's true. Hmm. And then at the end, he just gets the ability so to speak. He's just like a mute grandpa who doesn't want to adapt to the future Basically, world. yeah. And then there's bad Paul Rudd, right? Paul oh Rudd's bad, but his friend, I would say, is worse. Okay. His friend, the... Uh, I always think it's I, Paul Rudd is the pedophile, but it's... Uh, no, 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 it's no. Paul Rudd's it's friend. Paul, it's the Paul Rudd reaction that always yeah, gets yeah, me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't even want to talk... Like, the whole... <laughs> the whole, like... Because that whole, like, subplot of, like, his friend is, like, taking pictures of, like... Because he's this doctor. He's a doctor, yeah. He's a doctor, and he's taking pictures of girls in, like, vulnerable situations. Because they're, like, doing physical therapy or something, right? He has, like, a workshop... I think he makes, like, amputee limbs, limbs, like, future ones that are, like, fancy. So he has, like, cameras in his office where he's like, Oh, they're just for, uh, because I'm a doctor and not because I, uh, look at children and, you know, and it's like, okay. And then Paul Rudd, like, just like, dude, it's, just stop it. And he's like, okay. And that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> now the whole. let's go get some beers and let's go bowling. Exactly. It's such a, like, why, like, what does that, like, Plot. Like, what does that do for the movie, really? Besides be weird. How does that drive Besides anything forward? Make it, make it justified that that guy gets killed at the end, I guess? But he's just an asshole anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but it, it makes it more impactful since Paul Rudd's dead that his daughter won't have to live with the literal pedophile. Mm. Oh, yeah, what a... How uh, great? <laughs> but it's so set up where it's like, I feel... It just makes you feel dirty no matter what, you know? Because it's such a set-up thing. Because Paul Rudd is so like, don't you dare be a pedophile around my daughter, my best and only friend. Maybe I should stop being your friend because you are, again, and I cannot reference this enough, you are a pedophile. <laughs> but, like, but they go way back, Ryan. I don't care. Look. <laughs> it, no. Like, there is no amount that I could, like, know or trust a person. Or, like, if I found that <clears> about that, I'm, I'm like, it's... Well, we got beers that one time, so it was cool. <laughs> no, we, we talked about mother at that party. Once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're all good. So we've referenced Slenderman and Assassination Nation in these previous discussions. So oh, I don't know if we need to revisit those. No, but um, Slenderman is far, far, far worse than Assassination Nation. Ooh. But I know Ryan really. I was willing to give. I'm willing to give Ryan the, du- <laughs> no, the no, no, W. No, no, no. So how my how my letterboxed uh, l- films of. 
2018 win. It, uh, was Slenderman was last by by the sheer gag of it, and then it was assassination. Oh, okay, so. based on my personal feelings. Mm. So honestly, it could go either way. Slenderman, I feel like, is fascinating because it's like, how did this happen? Yeah. Assassination Nation knows exactly what it's doing, and it feels like it's being bold and wonderful and great, but it's actually the worst. Well, should we get rid of Mute, or do we want to keep Mute? Oh my god. Is that like your bottom three, Ryan? That is actually my bottom three. So, honestly, like... Which one would you cut? Just for starters. Mute, Ready Player One, Slender Man. Man, I almost want to keep Ready Player One because out of all these movies, that's the one I know people are going to ask me about in the future. Like, Ryan, you haven't seen well, Ready Player One? It's like, oh. We're definitely keeping Ready Player One. Yeah. That's my least favorite oh, movie. Oh, thank of the year. God. <laughs> okay. And I think. Whew, sorry. I think Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom needs to be on this list, and I think okay. they might fucking win, but so I know I'm the only person who feels that way. So you both have your ones, why so don't I have to decide on mine? Yes. Yeah, you're crowding okay. this category, Ryan. Oh, man. <laughs> I hate it all. I deeply hate those three movies. Like, <laughs> I also really hate Ready Player One. From but... your arguments, I feel like Assassination should be on this list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because the, the obnoxiousness of it, thinking it's being fucking, it's a woke king movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really bothers me. Uh, but I, it does seem stylish. Yeah, we'll say that. It it is it it does have scenes that have style. Mm-hmm. But it, as I have said before, that gets removed. We're like, this is so fucking great, isn't it? Yeah. Like imagine if Duncan Jones just like popped out like, yo, those neon lights and mute, <laughs> and then it just went down and the movie kept going. Like he has a scene like in fucking Emperor's New Clothes or Emperor's New Groove where he just takes down the marker and he's like, see, look at that, isn't that cool? <laughs> Oh man, I, 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 I can't make this. I honestly cannot make this decision. Okay, I genuinely we... cannot make this decision. <laughs> Guys, do what you will. Okay, I cannot choose between these three. Uh, I, I genuinely can't. Slenderman. It's, it's weird that to even have. I don't even know. Slenderman is like. This Why is it even here? Why Slenderman is, it is like this year's the snowman. Just because it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got man in the title but it's also like this movie's not finished why am i watching this this is bad and everything's gray and nothing makes sense if we're to go like okay if ryan's like just like I will, giving okay, us okay like, if we're comparing slenderman and snowman generally i think slenderman is a more like you can follow the plot of it yeah. I feel. Snowman, <laughs> like, I watched but that with... Snowman's Slenderman, fascinating. Slenderman is so confusing, though. It when is confusing. the part where it's like, we've been talking to a girl in a mental asylum. It was our friend? Or was it? I don't... I, like I how, still don't know. I like, is, I like how this has become me defending the snowman. The snowman is is more interesting in movie because... It actually is that, and like the Slenderman seems like ineptitude. Yeah, um, that's true. Slenderman yeah, seems true. like. Uh, <laughs> 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 I guess we gotta delve in. I don't. I don't know. Um, hmm. I guess if I'm if, if Ryan's gonna just back out on his, I can't. I can't. I can't decide. <laughs> I, mean, I think Slenderman I is the definition of a <laughs> terrible fucking movie. Deserves to be on this list more than Mute and Assassination Nation. I 
really hate assassination nation but for the sake of the podcast i will cut yeah, i was willing to give it to you, but you <laughs> i can't i can't choose like you're asking me to be in a room with these three movies and one gun and be like you have to kill fucking one sucks. it Come does on. suck it's objectively bad but i will watch that over assassination okay nation. that's that's fair. it doesn't make you angry it doesn't make me angry it doesn't like fill me with anger I don't want to Ooh. find the director. He's like, what? You're fucking... Like, oh. Hey, fuck you. Well, I would like, hit him. I just like, fuck you. No, I, I will. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if I sat down with the director of Slenderman, I'd be like, dude, just, like, you gotta tell me everything. Yeah, I want to see the uncut version of Slenderman. Oh, my God. I would pay top fucking dollars. <laughs> so, for what wins? Between Ready Player One, Slenderman, Slenderman and Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Oh, man. I feel... It's tough. I feel like, from what we've said about Slenderman, it might have to go for that. But also, I would really enjoy giving it to Ready Player One. <laughs> I would too, but also, that's why I kind of know I want to be so... Oh, I'd love to, I'd I love to be, to be that guy. guy. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was like the first one of the first movies we saw this year. It was. That's crazy. It was March. I can't believe it started off so bad. It did start off very bad. This year, or last year, but those bingo cards—that was a good choice. That was re- that was that, <laughs> that made was it, fun. I don't know if I could have finished that. No, that <laughs> absolutely yeah, not. yeah good, it made it a lot of fun. I can't believe you got the shiny. Like, did you genuinely think there'd be a shining thing? Because there's, there's the shiny. Because we saw fucking Angry Birds, and there's the shiny. There's the shining jokes in all kinds of movies. Like, it's just so easy. That's they true. own the rights. Yeah, that's like, true. Here's Johnny, or like have the twins sitting there. Like, it just happens all the time. So I was like, there's got to be a The Shining thing. So one of my squares was like any The Shining reference, uh, including Room Two Seventeen or uh, the twins or here's Johnny. And just a like, whole creep. And it scribbling it so hard. <laughs> and that was an entire like sequence an entire, in, in like, the ten minute scene. And I was like, oh. I remember like I was sitting next to you and you were just like, I don't think you blinked at all. You were just like, <laughs> you were so like, it's my, it's like it's like because that's your favorite movie of all time. Yeah. So that's like it, so I feel like it an was like being like, hey, you can't take my movie and put it in a stupid movie it is just bad because it takes like the things about the shine that are cool and just like what is it doing it's a cool technical marvel and it's fun to see it i guess but i hate it when people are like oh that the shining scene that looked so cool that was so awesome i was like obviously it looked good it was the shining (laughs) i also hated in that scene all the people freaking out because like those scenes because that movie to me isn't like a jump oh, jump mm-hmm. up and like scream movie like how modern horror films are like jump scary. That's a very like slow methodical kind of oh. movie. But in in that sequence, it was like ah, bleh, bleh. yeah, big, and it's like big oh zom- zombie lady, and then they go into a zombie dance floor. And like, yeah, because Ready Player One doesn't have enough attention span to not do. That. If you guys feel that Ready Player One, I will back out. Listen, I haven't seen. Do you want to give? I haven't. I think Jurassic, seen World, Jurassic World, but I would fully. Believe I think it's terrible. I think it's It made top three, so like I. But agree. I'm also, if it's top three, I'm fine with that. Like, I, 
It's just like very. It, I think it'd be very too on brand for us to give it to Ready Player One. But if, it, if that's the roommate, the room. Guys, let's just bring assassination nation back into the picture, okay? Come on. I don't know. We're man. just giving a slitter man. <laughs> Since we can't decide, no, I, I think we've, I think we can all, we've all, uh, let's go ready for one. I feel good. We've all seen it. We can all uh, we agree. We all hate it for all reasons. Yes. <laughs> I hate it because we all had a moment in that movie that made us want to kill ourselves. That is oh my, true. that is very true. <laughs> that is very true. Okay, so what would? Okay, let's all go. Like, what was the? So, Karen, your worst sequence was definitely the shining part, right? Yeah. George, what would you say? I can't remember it off time, but there's a moment where like it's supposed to be a really romantic fucking dumb thing between them, and then like there's a song that comes on <laughs> that I had to was like I can't be here. This is this is too much, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. But it wasn't a lot of '80s movies. I yeah. For me, it's difficult. I want to really say when like he's the big hero, and then he pans over to his girlfriend, and she gets the eye disfigurement. Uh, pigmentation oh, on, on, her on her avatar. I think I was literally like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Nothing happened to her character. Why? What does it mean? I know she's grossly hideous in real life, <laughs> but why? Also, that reveal is stupid. She lived across the street from oh, him. Oh my fucking... All of his friends lived oh. across the street from him. <laughs> Are you absolutely God, shitting this me? So bad. All right, ready, player one. You're the winner. <laughs> God, we need to just do. We need to have a get together where we just shit on Ready Player One. Oh my God, I need to rewatch it so I can remember yeah. why I disliked it. God, um, our friend Zach probably loves that movie. The, Let's yeah, be real. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, oh ready, player one. You're the worst movie of 2018. Yay! Slender Man, Just Girls, also bad movies. Uh, bad. Positive scene. Positive, positive moment. Standout moment of 2018 is the next category. Um, I'll read them out. Or we have Annihilation, Final Showdown. Uh, I guess the bear scene is not going to make it to the cut. Uh, yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, the bear bit. part was pretty good. Bear part is amazing. Hereditary, Heads Will Roll, uh, the dinner scene. Cameron Post, the final breakfast uh, and prom. Cam, cold open. Sorry to bother you, horse sticks. Spoilers. <laughs> Uh, a Star is Born, Shallow, Mandy, Cheddar Goblin, uh, slash long-ass drawn-out scene where uh, they where Mandy and that cult leader meet, uh, Aquaman, the whole thing, <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse, Intro to Miles, Christopher Robin, Did You Let Me Go, uh, Suspiria, Dance Off, Tomb Raider, Bike Race, Mwah. Unsane, Matt Damon cameo, Hell yeah. <laughs> Border, one of the top ten weirdest sex scenes I've ever witnessed. Infinity War, Thor rips shit in the snap. Oh, fuck the snap. Uh, Paddington <laughs> 2. Oh my god, here's a weirdo. Uh, Aunt Lucy arrives. Madeline's Madeline. Uh, Madeline's monologue about her mother slash ending dance sequence. Eighth grade, campfire speech. Searching, Daddy John Cho starts a live video. I don't think we've ever gotten George to say Daddy John Cho. No, I haven't. That's the first one. I'm very happy it happened. And Midnight Man, Little Boy Explodes in the last five minutes. First five minutes. First five minutes. How do we start? Yeah, how do we like go? You know what? I've talked about the bike race a yeah. lot. <laughs> we, we, we're I'll going, cut it. We like, need to just get to the point start. here. 
Um, uh, I don't know what unsane Matt Damon cameo is. But... Uh, <laughs> Matt Damon cameo is an unsane. He's like, I don't even remember what he, he does. He plays a cop. Yeah. <laughs> when she escapes the thing, he's like, it's me, Matt Damon. <laughs> I finally think I remember good. when I was watching it, I was like, is that? I knew going in, he was showing up, but even when he did, I was like, oh my god. I had no true. idea. I was dumbfounded. <laughs> it's so amazing. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh man, and now, the, the fuck, we're like at a. What's this Midnight Man bit, actually? <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> well, the, the first five minutes of the movie is if, if we all remember, the Midnight Man is this year's The Bye Bye right. Man. And it's basically this game where you set up and there's all these specific rules that you have to follow. And if you don't follow the rules, the Midnight Man comes and gets you and shows you your worst fear. And uh, and in the, v- the cold open of the movie is all these kids playing the game in this house. And uh, they're inside this salt circle and then the salt circle gets uh, destroyed and they have to... The one boy's like, we gotta leave. And the girl's like, no, we can't leave the house. And he runs out. <laughs> And he's on the on the stair the sidewalk up to the door, and then this entity like forms in front of him, and he just fucking explodes like. <laughs> it cuts to the little girl. She's like, no. And then it cuts back, and there's just blood splatter all over the ground, and then there's little giblets of him falling from the sky. And that's the first five minutes of this movie, and I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is the best movie. <laughs> It's a bold way imagine, to start a movie that imagine, never really tops that, ima- Yeah, definitely not. But imagine me watching this at, like, 2 a.m. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I was taking a bath watching this. And I'm just like, and I thought it was just going to be, like, stupid. Well, it was stupid. But it was going to be, like, boring stupid. And then the best thing I've ever seen happens. And I'm just trying to contain my reaction in my house at 3 p.m. Oh, my mm. God. So is it a contender? It sounds like a contender. <laughs> I don't think so, but it's so fucking funny. With that, I think Aquaman, I would agree that the whole thing is probably one of the best moments of 2018. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's too good. There's so much to talk about. It would be fair. So we're taking that off. That's fair enough. So before we had these conversations last uh, time, we, we before the break, uh, we mentioned that Shallow, the best part, is the song. Does that mean that it's... A Star is Born, sorry. Uh, Does that mean anything against it on this list? It's a great song. It is a great song, but, like, as time has gone on from that movie, like, I love Lady Gaga's performance. The song is great, but the movie doesn't have, like, this long-lasting resonance, I feel. It doesn't... It just doesn't feel like something I could go back to and be like, oh, yeah, this was fantastic. Like, it's a great first watch, mm-hmm. but over time, I'm just like, eh, it's, it's pretty I good. I still really like it. I feel like it's very, like, front-heavy, like, the first yeah. part of it. Like, I mean, as in, like, the first part of it's really good, and then it kind of just, as it goes on, it's like, hmm, we're still going. It, it is. A, uh, and it it's is... like, when you know how it's going to end, you're just like, do oh, it. Get, get on with it. Do it. <laughs> Do it, Bradley. Get it over with. <laughs> But, so it does kind of drag a bit, the movie, but if we're just talking about the moment, Shallow, if we're talking about, are we talking about the song, or are we talking about the scene? I assumed it was the when they perform it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they first perform the song, it's, it's, really it's the first moment that Lady she Gaga's character actually goes on stage oh. and performs for people, because mm-hmm. uh, Jackson Maine, like, 
sends his escort after her to like bring her to the concert and she shows up and she's like standing off stage and it's just it's one of those scenes where he sees her and he's like my my, my friend wrote a song i'm gonna bring her on stage and she's gonna sing really good <laughs> and she's like no i'm not get her done i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sing this song and he's like well, i'm gonna perform it anyway you gotta sing it <laughs> so then he starts singing it and then she's halfway, like oh my god i'm not gonna sing no i'm not gonna sing <laughs> i'm not gonna sing <laughs> yeah so it's it's one of those scenes it's something you've seen before but i, I really like it it is it can only work because it has her true and <laughs> or maybe it can only stand out because it's her true true yeah <laughs> okay well it's gone mm-hmm. goodbye goodbye um a bye since george commented on infinity war uh the snap yeah i i feel like i added that just because that is what people talked about and I well fuck people. I, I people know people are not in true. this podcast. That's true. There's no person on this podcast. Exactly. Just uh-huh. a bunch of deep fakes with voices. It's all a this in the moment. It was very good. Uh, but now like it's been memed to fuck. It's like it's memed. It's memed a lot. And also, I think everyone has like understood. Like, yeah, it's all gonna be reversed. And also, like yeah. for me, like I actually I got work. Like I like I tell you, oh shit, like these characters are dead. For a split second, and then I remembered, like, wait a minute. Oh, there's, there's a, a sequel next year. There's a sequel next year. I mm-hmm. completely forgot oh, yeah. at that moment. Um, oh, and it's so convenient that all the original Avengers yeah. are still are the ones left. left. Again, I didn't yeah. think about that at the moment, so. Mm-hmm. Does that mean it's not going to be here? The snap part, definitely not. When Thor rips shit, though, that is Oops. great. Because, again, Thor is a character in the, in the Marvel films who has gone from, like, being the most, like, the most uh, most ho hum ho hum to like yeah <laughs> like and all they needed was Taika Waititi all they needed all they needed all, all they long. needed like he did slowly get better over time I think they definitely like didn't know what to do with him in the first Thor movie which I like the first Thor movie I think, I think it's, it's fine I think it's yeah. I think it's but after that they clearly had no, no idea I, think, I don't know if I've seen it and if I have seen it it's been years for like those like early Marvel movies, I think it's solid. It definitely feels like an early Marvel movie. It's directed by Kenneth Branagh. It so is directed by yeah. Kenneth Branagh. And then the other one, the Dark World, like has, it, has funny moments, but it's such a like I think if serious film, it clearly didn't bad. know how, what direction to take the series. Mm-hmm. Like, because it, it's easy to make a setup movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you have the pitch, you can do some fun stuff with that. But after that, they're like. No, fucking no. And then it took someone like talking about TT, like I actually have a vision for this. Yeah, this is what yeah. I wanted to be. Like, oh, yeah, cool. We don't. We didn't have any ideas to do with it. So good. <laughs> this feels great. like Taika Waititi. It feels like it should have been one of the movies that got taken away. <laughs> but this is we actually get. And to it's see. sort of a bummer mm-hmm. that he wasn't there from the start. Yeah. So, like, oh, actually yeah. make more of these. Like, oh my you know. god, could you imagine a full? The like trilogy. trilogy. I think Chris Hemsworth might have been a lot more on top as an actor. Oh man, it would have been great. Not playing Hulk Hogan in a fucking. <laughs> oh boy. That movie's not gonna come out. Mm. That, oh my god. Let's, let's tell you about Eric Bischoff. That movie's coming out, oh. uh, one way or another, brother. <laughs> brother. Brother, that movie's coming out, brother. I think. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you. I don't know anything Thor. about black studies, but you talk about my daughter, oh brother. Mm. Thor rips shit. All right, I still I still don't know which part you're talking about. When he gets his when hammer, in, and Wakanda. then he finally comes oh, down. That was cool, yeah. And he just destroys the. It army was nice to see that moment weird. for that character. Yes. I agree. Like, like you said, he was sort of like, yeah, and now he's like fucking over like, as the top. Because like he had like that moment in Ragnarok where like he really gained control of himself, and then just immediately he loses that like 
instantly because he like runs into Thanos like on his way back home, yeah. which is like he's been through so much. Yeah. Give him a break. He's such a nice man. He's so nice. He's so nice. You're supposed to have a good time. We get some drinks with the bros. Yeah. He's definitely. I think he's definitely my favorite character who has an arc in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely the one who has the most arc. But also, and it's so, also just and an also like scene in the Marvel what, movie. When he comes back, it also just like feels like revenge because like he's pissed of like what happened. Sure. And I feel like he's. But also, out, out of all those characters, he has the one reason to like sure. truly want to. But kill that moment Thanos. felt very much like the beginning of Alien Three, where Ridley's already on the planet, and like all the characters from Alien Two that survived with her, they're all dead. Like all these characters that you yeah. like from the last movie, they're all dead. They're all gone. Don't worry about it. I was like, no, it, this definitely isn't going to be like top three, but like you want to recognize this, it. It's it's the best scene in the movie, I believe. Well, we're adding Marvel. I'm going to add and take off. Um, What's it called? The scene in Black Panther when they play uh, X. That's a good ass song. And it was a good action scene. That's it. But it's off the list. <laughs> yep, it wasn't even on it. So okay, so the list as it stands now, it's still fucking huge. Annihilation, Whoa. Final Showdown, Hereditary, Heads Will Roll, the dinner scene. Uh, those are two different scenes. Uh, Cameron Post, the final breakfast and prom. Cam, cold open. Sorry to bother you. Horse stick, Mandy, Cheddar Goblin, long ass drawn out scene where they meet. Into the Spider-Verse, Intro to Miles, Christopher Robin, Did You Let Me Go, Suspiria Dance Off, Border, one of the top ten weirdest sex scenes I've ever witnessed, Paddington 2, Oh My God, He's a Weirdo, slash, uh, oh, and Aunt Lucy Arrives, Madeline's Madeline, uh, the monologue about her mother, ending dance sequence, eighth grade, campfire speech, and searching Daddy John Cho starts a live video. Uh, it's even better the second time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Daddy... Daddy yeah. John Show probably doesn't stay. It's a very good but movie. So funny. It's such I a funny scene. It's also probably it's also moment play- in a movie theater. I just saw it by myself. And it's also play- such a serious scene. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like the way he just like has that cold like I haven't slept in eight days. My <laughs> daughter is miss- on you now. He's just like <laughs> someone joins in and then they leave immediately. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I I will see this movie as like. Sh- Show me, like, I will see anything with John Cho. And also, Searching he is, is great. Searching is a movie of moments. It's, it has a oh, lot yeah. of twists. It has a lot, a lot of, of great curveballs. It's a very Gone Girl ass movie, I would say. In terms of, like, what the fuck is happening, but yeah, not in exactly. tone, I think. Not in tone, no. In terms of, like, oh. Yeah. You're delivering a lot of twists that also feel genuine with what's going on and not for the sake of, like, yeah. it's yeah. a twist. Oh, it's a good movie. It's a very good movie. It's a good movie. Uh, <gasps> man. Where do we go from here? All right, I I get the like. Did you let me go? Was very sad and a very oh, yeah. nice moment, but I don't think it hangs. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. That's great just, movie. That's I, just Christopher Robin is a movie that I did not expect to go yeah. there. Yes, yeah, and then same. when you're watching it, and that's just like, I don't know. It it's I watched it several more times since then, and it's very. I still really love it, but it's it's very like. You know, formulating totally. business dad doesn't totally. like his children. Blah, blah, but blah. it works but in. Just, I think Kenobi. <laughs> again, I think that movie worked because for me, I, and I've mentioned it, and it's unfortunate that this movie's probably not going to get a lot of, lot of play in their categories here. Yeah. Um. Well, we have most surprising, but maybe. Yeah, then. that's right. Yeah, yeah. For me, it, I think it worked well because I as a person used to love Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. and I still do but I totally forgot how much I like Winnie the Pooh and also like in real world that last movie fucking bombed and mm-hmm. it was like well Winnie the Pooh's done forever so yeah. this movie felt like we're not gonna make more Winnie the Pooh movies like 
We're making live action stuff. While we're at it, let's give Winnie the Pooh an actual fucking definitive end. Yeah. Um, which is not going to be, let's but it finally felt like kill it. him. <laughs> Um, uh, pull the trigger <laughs> so that's why it worked for me but it yeah. is very cliche and I don't like but, the ending but uh, uh, I think uh, did we even set up what the moment is it's what he's like in the hundred acre wood right. and they're lost and uh, Pooh is asking Christopher Robin all kinds of questions right. about his job right. and what he has to do with his important papers and everything and uh, he's explaining to Pooh that he has to do all this work this weekend because he has to let people go. And then right. he's le- and then Pooh's like, "What does that mean?" And they're like, "Well, if people aren't doing their job, or if the, if you need to have more important things that you have to go." And then Pooh's just like, "Did you let me go?" And it's like, "Oh my God, you, Christopher Robin, you asshole! You turn around and you apologize to that bear. <laughs> <laughs> you apologize to that bear right now, man." But yeah, no, it doesn't hang. But that movie just, or that moment specifically in that movie, just like, just like, kicked me in the face, and I was like, oh. And that was that. That movie had so many lines that were just like, like it either brought the lines either brought you like complete joy or like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Like it was either one or the other. It just killed me. Such a good movie. Very good. It's a, it's a good movie. Um. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So. No, I think it's too early to just say that. No, fuck it. I'm already saying There is no other chance in hell the final showdown from Annihilation is not going to be on this oh, top three. Yeah. There is not a reality. <laughs> okay. okay, There's fine. not a place. So, well, I'm, let's just talk I about... Was like, I was like, what? Let's just talk about horse dick for one second, George. <laughs> I was like, what? Which of these things is George coming in with this energy? No, yeah. Or? There is not... There's no way in hell that I can, you know what? You know what? Actually, if I wanted to make it tough, I would say there's two moments from this list. Not a chance in hell, and we are looking for a third. Oh, wow. I'm um, interested. Hereditary heads will roll. I don't... I think yeah. those two moments are hard to walk away from. Yeah. I so you want to delete that. the dinner scene? I just wanted to it's talk a, about... Tony Collette does a great... It's because a great, Tony Collette. And she, she kills did, it. She didn't get enough awards recognition, okay? She got a few, but she didn't get any She didn't get any Oscars. And I'm still mad. It was a great moment. It's a great it's scene. It's so fucking good. Like, that, that scene just sells the entire movie. Like, her fucking manically yelling just the way her head shakes when she's like no one takes responsibility for what they've done it's like oh my fucking god so good so good yeah such a good movie so good and that makes it hard uh because again i i so i want to add a cameron post scene because i think this movie is great i think it deserves a lot of recognition uh both the final breakfast scene and the prom scene i don't remember that, that was the opening, basically, is that what you guys are referring to? No, the prom was sort of middle of the movie. Oh, man, I'm forgetting this now. So this is the... So there are multiple moments where she has memories she, like, of these relationships. And, yeah. yeah. But then there's the... Oh, but... The moment where they get caught is, like, towards the middle of the movie. Oh, oh it is. Yes, it oh, is. Oh, I thought it was at the beginning. No. Okay. It's it's towards the middle of the movie. Uh, and it's at the... It's at the point where you... I think you hang out with this character and you got to know them more and you got to know what this relationship sort of was mm-hmm. to her uh, and you linger on it for so long that it was a moment where like I, I 100% I, sympathize like this is a fucking nightmare yes. I, I'm not I'm a straight guy but mm-hmm. if I understand the, the, like 
like just what's happening and the way this all unfolds. And not only that, you find out later that the other girl's like, I'm cleaning my hands off this. It's fucking devastating. Yeah. yeah. I felt that exa- I felt because as someone who could never be in this situation, I feel like this movie has a good job of just showcasing how like real and like heartbreaking that shit can be. Yeah. In like the best way you could without, you know, actually experiencing that. That's why I like really dig on this movie. Right. There's like no com there's like no like anything said. It's just like no this shit happens. Shit happens and it's like, well this sucks, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Which is like so like real and genuine. So yeah, that prom scene, I'm remembering it more now. Like the dude just opens that yes. that the, the door. car door yeah. and it's just like, oh well I guess this is out in the open now and things suck Mm -hmm. which is and like the worst case scenario yeah like the worst Mm -hmm. um but you're you're gonna mention something else Uh, i would also say like the final breakfast is also great it's very good just because you you i've heard i was reading different takes on this of like what like this scene means or like what it means for the characters and i've heard conflicting things about for that camp counselor guy whether or not like he knows what they're about to do. Because, like, he is... Because he was, like, converted, you know. Yeah. Qu- quotations converted, you know. By his sister? By his sister, yeah. yeah. So I've heard, like, different takes. I was like, whether or not, like, he knows what they're doing. And that's why he's not, like, you getting in like, on this. Have a good day. Have a good have day. A, have a good hike. Yeah. See you for dinner. Well, yeah, yeah. That, I think that was obvious And I think... Me. I don't know. I Because he's a very, like... I don't want to Simbleton? say Simpleton? Yeah, I feel like that, but yeah. So it's hard it's hard to really know. That's another reason I want to really watch it, but yeah. This movie that movie had a lot of great scenes. I think those are two very standout moments. Uh and I feel like it just needs more appreciation. So I wanted to add some to this list. It's a good movie. It's a great film. Does that mean we we're cutting it though? I think I think there's a lot of stuff here that Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <clears throat> So yeah, we we can cut that from the list. Okay. Um, let's see here. Can you explain the what are the top ten weirdest sex scenes? You mentioned it earlier. I I can't explain it, but I just wanted to shout because I don't want to spoil it for oh, you. Oh okay. Because I will definitely watch. I have this an movie. illegal copy, it's so. so I mean legal. <laughs> very legal. Very legal. Very cool copy of the movie. Um. Like, I don't want to overhype this movie because I feel like I overhyped myself for it. and But I still ended up loving it. But I it was very close to me being like, but it sold me near near the end when stuff stuff is revealed about these characters. And I just really liked it because it plays into plays into my own personal tastes. It's just a fucking weirdness. And I just wanted to say that if you're interested in very very outlandish sex scenes <laughs> porter has one and it's great all right and uh, seeing it in a theater with other people was wild <laughs> <laughs> that's how i felt during the first like when i saw the favorite mm-hmm. i don't know why but it seemed to that be wasn't like, even that bad yeah but like when i saw the favorite in the first like i'll just say scene happens I don't know. It was another. It was like with when I saw Tomb Raider. It was like, oh, grab all the grandmas are we're gonna see a movie today, and all the grandmas saw the favorite that day. And I remember they were like, oh my god, <laughs> and Harold, they're lesbians. They're lesbians, Carol. Let's get out of here. Ah, uh, 
I'm just gonna say this because George is gonna fight us on this, but Patty did too. Oh my god, he's a weirdo is one of the funniest jokes of all time. I will say it. It is delivered with such great like the, it's such a twist. Such a twist just like what? It's just a twist on like the character you could feel like his brain like breaking his brain it. Broke. His brain broke. He's like, look, no, no, Hugo's a normal guy, very cool, very legal. <laughs> and he was like, oh my god, he's a weirdo. It like just as immediately, as it's immediate. It's so perfect. It's timed perfectly. It's a Patty to do is it's so good. It's the perfect film, and anyone who doesn't like it might as well be an asshole. <laughs> Yeah, I got nothing. Guys. <laughs> got nothing. I felt nothing when Aunt Lucy arrived. I thought it was the most raw oh ending to oh, this movie. It was, it was so. I wish there was more that. of her in this. Is there more of her in the first one? Yeah. Yeah. She, like, I mean, like, like he doesn't stay there very long. Like he, he leaves. You, you get a sense <laughs> of like the relationship. Yeah, there's a, there's much more of him and his aunt and uncle in okay. in the forest. I thought that yeah, um, but. Another movie I've watched several times, <laughs> and it just keeps getting better. I need to watch that again. It's yeah. so perfect. I don't know if this is leading into it cutting it, but you guys can no, cut it. No, we can cut. Okay. No, we're we're gonna cut it just because you're uh, you're the worst person. Okay. I've ever met. <laughs> um. All right. Um. Ooh. Ooh boy. Okay, so I'm just gonna say my piece on this. I, and I've said it before, and I've said it multiple times. It's not gonna make top three. Um, the intro to Miles Morales. I've said it like on the beginning of this episode. Uh, this part, uh, I think it is just an incredible moment where it just sets the tone, it sets the energy, it sets up this character, and just such, it's 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 done so well on a technical level, but just like the sort of vibes and what it tells you about what this movie is going to be and what this character is, it just does it so perfectly in the span of like two minutes. Um, like it, really, it really shows how like great... Like a character is in like the filmmaking process. If you can like perfectly introduce a character and show everything that they're about in like one small sequence. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like that is fantastic. Like just filmmaking and writing. And especially in like a weird ass movie like that, having yeah. that kind of great scene is wonderful. And it it really shows like the kind of care that was put into that film. But I think George is cutting it. Yeah, I'm gonna cut it. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make it. Okay. It's a great scene. Um, we we we've given a lot of shout outs to Spider Verse, so. especially that scene. Uh, <laughs> yeah. At least I have, so I'm fine with it cutting. Um, let's see here. Uh, Madeline's Madeline. Um, I love these scenes that we have. Madeline's so monologue about her mother, mother, her mother, her mother, and that ending dance scene. Those are really great. So but I don't. I don't see them staying. They don't hang. But it's just. I think we'll get more into this movie when we talk about performances. Oh yeah, because that's what like, this movie is. This, yeah, but this sequence is her. It's Madeline and her acting troupe, and her. This entire movie, you get this vibe that she feels like caged in almost by her mom, mm -hmm. and she feels like her mom just questions her and sees her as this unstable person and uh you get a sense of it but you're viewing it through madeline's eyes and her her perspective on stuff is obtuse and hard to grasp sometimes mm -hmm. so you don't really get the full scope 
But in this final sequence, they're doing this exercise. And she sees this acting troupe as like an escape from her mother almost. So then when they start molding the story around her and her life, it becomes overwhelming to her. And they... It, at this end sequence, they're like, well, let's bring in your mother. She's the driving force on it. The, and they're like all doing this acting exercise where they have to mimic what the mom is doing. And then uh, they have to do, I don't really remember the setup for the like other actors are like doing monologues they're, about it. Yeah. But they're then, like, they're like mimicking her and trying to yeah. get like in her shoes. Yeah. For and, me, like what started that scene is like, you can really tell that like, it's all about that director really trying to, like, bring out stuff in Madeline. Yeah. And, like, you can really tell, like, every time, like, especially, like, in that sequence where, like, she just doesn't feel comfortable having her mom there because that is, right. like, that's it's, her safe yeah, space. Yeah, her mom is invading her space. And, like, that's a totally natural thing, especially, like, mm -hmm. for, like, a kid, too. Mm -hmm. And so, like, when her teacher, like, pokes at the fucking bear and just right. makes her let all this out that she... It's very, it's very... It's like she knows that it's not, like, how she really feels. It's, like, it's just, like, all this pent-up anger coming mm -hmm. out, like, incorrectly and, like, loose and just, like, <coughs> rapid and wild. Yeah. But basically the scene is that Madeline is monologuing as her mother and she's just saying all of these things that her mother has said to her and it's all this really harsh stuff and all this verbal abuse and she's like oh my good and she just gets super into it and it's just heartbreaking mm -hmm. and it's very very good and this scene pretty much without missing very many beats goes into the final like mm -hmm. dance sequence where they they like toss the director out and they do basically this interpretive like, interpretive weird. dance it's like one of those music videos where they have people set up all over the place and you have to get it in one take mm -hmm. so it's like the camera is the director going through this house and they have all these different props set up and they're just uh like bombarding her with noise and in action and just like showing her what she's been putting people through and then they just take her outside and they're all dancing in the street it's so fucking it's good it's wild and crazy and great this Very that good. movie is phenomenal and that sequence that wow. like that like moment where like she's doing that monologue as her mom is like it's so awkward and painful because I can like feel like moments in my life where like I've been around people who like like stuff they like let out too much mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and it's like you can feel like like the tension in the air yes and it's like oh boy this is uncomfortable for everyone but like I cannot imagine how it feels for you Oof. it's oh. Really I want to watch this movie again. It's, very, it's also on Amazon Prime. Okay, that's what's up. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you think Jeff Bezos has seen Madeline's Madeline? No. You think he's seen Demon House? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he was like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't watch that movie. You'll make me haunted. Oh my god, maybe that's why. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So the horse stick scene in Sorry to Bother You, um, it is a wild scene, but it's also more than just the, the dick, the horse stick stuff. Like, that stuff is wild, but it's also good because that's the part where, like, the whole thing connects. Uh -huh. Like, it explains, like, all of this fucking weird shit that you've been seeing in the background of yeah. this company and what the hell. Like, how does that fit in here? It's not just world building. Yeah. It's, it's the like the, story. It's the bit. It's the whole what yeah. the movie is about. Um, and... 
it, it is a wild scene because there's so much that's happening and it's so over the top. Then um, also it explains like, oh, this is what the movie's about. Here's where it's going. Here's what the horse dick people <laughs> symbolizes. Um, yeah, it, it's a fucking bananas wild scene. And sorry to bother you. It's a fantastic fucking movie. Very good. Um, it does not. Hang I don't out. think it hangs, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy for me to say that. But when I'm looking at this, I think. I'm looking at this list now, and I think it has, like, I love all of these themes a lot. Annihilation, The Final Showdown, Hereditary Heads Will Roll, Cam, Cold Open, Mandy, Cheddar, Goblin, Slash, The Lawed-Ass, Drawed-Ass Scene, uh, Suspiria, Dance Off, and Eighth Grade, The Campfire Speech. Those are, like, that's difficult. I believe that's just my, per- like, how are you guys feeling about that? It is difficult. What are you, okay, can we say what are our three around here? What are, what my three would yes. be? I would say my three, if I choose, would be the dance off in Suspiria, uh-huh. uh, the final showdown in Annihilation, and honestly, the cold open in Cam. I saw that coming. Yeah, okay. I actually rewatched that recently, just the cold open, and I was like, it's "Still really good. <laughs> still really fucking good." And we mentioned it earlier on the podcast, mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, it's From- the perfect like introduction to not only like. This world that, like, not a lot of people, like, get. Mm-hmm. And also, like, the tone. What, of the movies? The that's that's very true. I it's, agree with that. It's a very... It's a good thesis statement for the movie. I love a good cold open in a horror movie. Like, that, like, shit... Like, if it's done right, it's done really right. And I've seen a lot of, like, films try to be, like, capture the cold opens of like an it follows you know yes and it's like you can't do i that. love that you're you're next cold open that's just me i think that's one of my favorites. i remember that so well that's the part where like the older guy is like has that one girl over and uh, she's making a screwdriver and then the part with like the actually you're next on with her blood on the glass thing oh okay um, anyways so my three would be the annihilation final showdown Hereditary heads will roll, and I, the dance out from Suspiria. Oh boy, what do you have to do, Carrie? Uh, I agree on Annihilation and Hereditary, and and my third one would be. Come on, Carrie, you got this. I feel I'm, like, I'm trying to see if I should go with my heart or the bit. <laughs> I, I, I think I know what the bit is. I, I think you're. I'm gonna assume you're caught between the cheddar goblet of Mandy and the campfire speech of Eighth Grade. Yeah. Okay, that is exactly what I thought. And you know what? Two great things to be conflicted on. <laughs> I've really seen the two sides of Carrie Lyle's hands. Cheddar Goblin changed my life. <laughs> and the campfire speech was really good. The campfire speech was alright, but Cheddar Goblin. <laughs> alright, I, I think we can cut out the loud ass, draw ass scene. Yeah. Well, George I, didn't get to talk about what yeah, you it's say a, about it. Yeah, it's a. So, my favorite parts of Mandy are the surreal parts. Mm-hmm. I don't care for any of the action apart from the part with the, that one guy, spiky demon man is watching the pornography and then he's got the shotgun 
that part's great. That's, That's my favorite one. Um, but like a lot of the slow drown out stuff in the beginning, I think at the time I I wasn't so invested in him because I wanted what is the payoff? Like I'm ready for the climax. Let's just go. But now having seen what the payoff was for me personally, and not and not really jiving for me, I was like. That's the stuff from that movie that re- I really, really liked. Uh, Encapsulate, like the end for me is like the part where they burn her, uh, which honestly would also be one of my favorite moments from that movie. Like mm-hmm. it, it's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that mo- moment where they're just staring out at each other and it's just long as hell and, and like their what? Faces are morphing together. Yeah. And... Um, for me, that's my favorite. Like just like it's yeah it's my favorite but it it doesn't have to be there. There's a lot of good stuff going on in Mandy. It is. Um, I don't like Cheddar Goblin. That's all I'll say. I don't like it. George, how does it feel to be an asshole? (laughs) That's all. Because like you hate Paddington, you hate Cheddar Goblin. Do you hate also hate Jesus? Uh, like, what's I mean, wrong with you? you? Really think about it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my oh, God! Sort of pandering to me. <laughs> I don't know. Um. So the it, so it sounds like the Annihilation Final Showdown is on the list. I yes. think it's definitely I think, on the list. Yes. I think okay. I'm the only one who didn't say Hereditary of you two. Yeah. Yeah. I like that scene a lot. It's just like when I think of those other scenes, I'm like, I like this better okay. personally. Just as. Speaking on the hereditary heads were roll scene, a scene that just like stopped me dead. Yes, in my I was yes. like, that, yes, exactly. I thought I stopped breathing that for a second. Rarely like, happens yes. to me, not to sound like I'm a hard ass, but like, holy shit! It was a moment. Was like, I don't know what to do. Yes, <laughs> I don't know how to deal with this situation. What? It just really felt like. Nobody. What? What was uh, going on? I dropped something. I like. I, I legitimately like. My mind. Like everything about me just like escaped from my body. Like, it's. It's like the ultimate pencil drop kind of scene. Mm-hmm. We're just like, like every. Everything got quiet. I remember when we were watching this at oh, yeah. the loudest theater my, on the planet, the Alamo. <laughs> my. I said this when we initially talked about this film, but my hands did not leave my mouth for at least ten minutes. For the the, the following ten minutes, I was just like. I was stupefied. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, me too. I was like, I don't know what. What are we doing? I don't know what's happening anymore. Um, are we done? Like, I don't, I don't know. What. Should I leave or? Yeah. Like they could have played credits after that. I'd be like, oh, I guess we're done. That's then. my money's worth. Right, cool, we're done here. Um, I saw all I wanted to see. Yeah, I think when I think of like a singular moment, like in like 20, yeah. 30 seconds, that move. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? I think I. I feel like I read somewhere that uh, Ari Aster started with like the image, that image of mm-hmm. Charlie and the head and the telephone pole, and the image of Tony Collette with the piano wire, and those were like the two images that spawned this film. I thought of two ways to decapitate people. Yeah. Like, how could I work backwards from that? <laughs> but it's like that okay. If sense. I want to talk about one scene right that truly scared me, that piano wire scene, that. Like that is a, that and honestly like the f- when she's like above his bed, oh my fuck. that that oh. that is like pure. I need like, to add six more moments. Here. I need I need to add, oh. what, th- that is one of my favorite shots of like the last five years of when it just opens on his dark room and you're like what am I looking at Oh my god she's in the corner Yes. like it's it's. It, like when you watch it again, it's funny. But in that first, I love. I am such a sucker for shit like that when yeah. it's a horror thing and it doesn't. 
it's just in the corner and no one's talking about oh, it. Oh yeah, it's really, and this movie it. has a I lot love of that. that. And it's just it's so good. It's like because it, it's I, also like you don't see it a you, lot. You don't. Well, you yeah. see it, but it's done so lazily. Like it's like sure. it's no, just in, like the spooky man in, in the, in the, the background. fucking like the nuns is like someone's using men's like exactly. Wah. But that's just, like you see it and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that like you could tell someone about it and like and they didn't notice it and they'd be like what and then they would they go be, back and, and see then they it and they're they, horrified they'd be scared just thinking about something thinking that they didn't so, see yeah because yeah. like that's scary that's why so this movie is great because like, it has shit like that Ooh. i'm gonna get all hyped talking about hereditary again get all revved up yeah it's so fucking hereditary cool. one best horror right uh duh yeah oh, yeah okay <laughs> i honestly forgot followed by pook <laughs> Uh, Man, that was, a, that was a decision. Yeah, what a decision. <sighs> what are they gonna do? The dance off in Suspiria is so good. Just from it's the really choreography, good. let alone oh that we enjoy oh like gore we are, shit. We are we are just talking about the scene where uh, Dakota I was, Dakota Johnson. I, I almost said Dakota Fanning. I, mm. I I didn't. You didn't even say it, and I heard the, the hesitation. Her tryout. Like, <laughs> it's her tryout. Her tryout, but then also they block. No, it's not her tryout. Uh, I think the one that we're thinking of is when uh, she they let go of that girl who was dancing the lead mm-hmm. part, and she like is walking, and then she gets and trapped in, in the room. In the mirror room. Yeah, you're right. I, I and, and, and then, right. and then the Tilda Swinton, and she's like, I can do it, and Tilda Swinton's like, uh, I don't think you can. And she's like, no, I watched the VHS all the time. I can do it. <laughs> and then she dances it, and then... The and then as she's dancing is, it, she's being thrown against yeah, the it's, wall. It's like she's puppeteering the girl It is the goriest thing, and then it's juxtaposed Dude. by, like, Dakota Johnson has done a three fucking movies about fucking, and this is the most <laughs> sexual fucking raw, intense. It feels like a punch every time. It is so good. I love movie. how George's take on this movie I'm, is very I, different from ours. It is so good. It's good. It's really good. <laughs> but like, what I love about like the horror aspect of that scene is like, it just is relentless. It's yeah, not even it like, it's not even hard. like bloody. It's just like, Oh, <laughs> how can we like destroy the human body? Like, yes. what if the human body was clay and it like had goo and blood and water. We'd be like, God, did that to it. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh man. I like. What that. if you had some YouTube slime, like those slime <laughs> videos on YouTube? It just made that a person just flopping oh my God, around. Like Suspiria slime. Oh, <laughs> it's full of bones yeah. and fingers. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I, we, I will say honorable mention the end of Suspiria also, like the mm-hmm. with that, like the the big sea, the oh, you know, the fuck. ritual. Oh, so good. But I think this one, the this is the moment. Scene. I, yes. <laughs> but I think this is the moment. I think because that's the one where, like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're, we go, we're gonna go there. And we're gonna it, go there. Yeah. I, I don't know this for sure, but I remember when this movie was first like being circulated. Like they played a clip from it at festivals, and I'm pretty sure it was that clip just from the the descriptions people were giving of it of a dancer being contorted while she's dancing and her bones breaking. And people were just. Like, that was the first thing people saw from this movie, and everyone was like, w- w- wow, holy, uh, sh- holy well, shit, uh, I'm upset. That's true, that is what I would show. Yeah. Did you get it hype? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's what I would show. So that was a good play on them. Um, so that leaves us nowhere. Uh, the campfire speech in eighth grade is very good. It's not my favorite part from very eighth grade. Wholesome, very wholesome. It's sweet. very good. It just, it just. It would have been better if John Cho said it, <laughs> to be fair. I think <laughs> it's good fair. for me. Uh, I feel like the father character, you don't really get 
he just seemed he doesn't seem like an actual kid. I don't know. For me, it was just like it was just a da- the dad, the dad of the the awkward child. Mm-hmm. But this is a moment where it, like the dad actually puts everything on the line. It's like, no, I, this you're my daughter, and I fucking love you so goddamn much, mm-hmm. and it's very well done. Yeah, it was just to me having such a personal relationship with this film, and then that scene at the end of it being like. It's like the the voice being like, no, it's it's okay. Like you're you're allowed to be like this. You're allowed. And it to... felt honest. And yeah. It felt like just like a, a fucking throwaway thing. Like no. it felt real. It's very good. Good. I I know that campfire campfire speech doesn't hang, but just as a send off on that film, just putting a cap on right how mm-hmm. I felt experiencing that movie, and it's just like to have a warm voice being like. You're gonna be all right, Carrie. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah, it was nice. Thank you, Bobert. <laughs> yes. Let's 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 make a hard hard right and talk about Cheddar Goblin for one second. <laughs> no, Cheddar Goblin doesn't hang. Okay. No, I love like Carrie. Were you hyped up Cheddar Goblin? Also, Cheddar Goblin. I didn't get it. Ever present being throughout the movie, so. That's also mean? a thing. Like, like it's all like it's sort of like it's oh a, no, before no, the no. actual. I know what you mean. The macaroni. Yeah, the macaroni. Yeah, it's, it's like the, it's like the Stay Puft Marshmallow it Man in Ghostbusters. It's like Clippy from Microsoft Word. No, fuck okay. <laughs> <laughs> you. But that. So you were saying when I hyped him up, you were like, "What?" Yeah, and then I saw Nicolas Cage walking to the TV after watching his wife after cradling the burnt remains of his wife and her skull caving in and blowing away is he like half naked too I feel like he was half naked yeah yeah yeah, he was like half naked just like crying like covered in blood he just looks at the TV and it's like and just like (laughs) Jesus it's crazy. <laughs> Those waveforms were crazy there. Uh-huh. I'm, the I'm, the solid I'm sorry. Bar. I'm <laughs> sorry there. I just had a chill bit cage for a second. <laughs> but man, what a great scene. <laughs> now George just is gonna cut it just because you did that and I'm make sorry. him edit. <laughs> man, that is a solid green bar waveform. That's, That's some solid cheddar goblin green. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Cheddar Goblin is just amazing, and I love him. Okay. But I know he doesn't hang. All right. He's well, such a good boy. Oh, Ryan, I hate this. Is this feels? No, don't, don't, don't. Say <laughs> it this feels don't like it. Don't say. Cam it. is a good movie. I can't. I can't get down any top threes. Can I? <laughs> I can't um, do it. There's nothing I can do. Like that's fair. Like that. Like the final show in Annihilation, head roll, roll, dance off. And the cold open of camp. Some would say the four greatest. I think if I didn't see Suspiria, I would say Cam. Okay, I did. <laughs> it's very good. It's, it's fine. We can do it. I completely understand. I just wanted to get Cam on a top three somewhere. No. So I'm not gonna stop. I'll, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna stop. I'm well, gonna keep. It's most disappointing. It, it, it can. It can. It can come in and be surprised. I yeah, I didn't even know Cam existed until I watched That is very true, actually. <laughs> until I, yeah, I until I was watching Ballad of Buster Scruggs, and, <laughs> and then I was like, and I'm tired. Like, oh. <laughs> so what wins? This is actually I don't think it's <sighs> actually no, it's hard. I for me All this right. is against it says Annihilation versus Hereditary. I don't think that's yeah. the first time this will happen. <laughs> um. When I rewatched the Final Showdown Annihilation, like I, it is honestly so like 
thought-provoking mm-hmm. and like terrifying it it the electronic like sci-fi <laughs> score <laughs> wah, 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 like compared to like the like smooth country like music from before mm-hmm. it's such a harsh like weird turn yeah and it's so like unpleasant but like it in a way that like feels like looking at your own reflection feels unpleasant in a way and i honestly that that's gonna have my vote for this one okay yeah i think we've said it on the podcast for me that moment i just man i can't i think i talked a lot about stuff that's very specific to george's interests Mm -hmm. (laughs) that could have that was like the perfect ending for Mm -hmm. me like like in terms of like i want weird fucking kind of horny fucking (laughs) whacked out shit and it's just so slow and delicious and mm -mm, it is great it's fantastic when a sci-fi movie has like an ending scene like this Mm. it like that is one that you remember for like yeah and it's like rest of your life yes it's like fucking sci-fi it's like it's so out there it's Mm -hmm. so different like if sci-fi it's like stuff from like outside of our our like fucking little sphere here yeah and like stuff that like out of comprehension yes exactly it is fucking fan fucking tastic it's so goddamn good um but man yeah i would agree you would agree do you think that's the winner yeah okay cool i mean i i that hereditary is like close like i love everything about hereditary and that would be my standout moment but I have no problem with giving it to Annihilation because that is just like surreal ballet art, and it's like. And I kept thinking, like throughout the year, like that's the moment of yeah. the man, like fucking shit. And we saw Annihilation in February. Fe- yeah. Yeah. So crazy. That's why I, I, I saw that in theaters like four times because <laughs> I kept going back because I was like, I'm never gonna be able to hear this soundtrack this loud again. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Most slapping in sound fucking track from a soundtrack. It this made my rib cage shake. Oh, so good. <laughs> Anyways. Whip, whip, whip. Uh, the final showdown from Annihilation is the best standout moment of 2018. Uh, you heard it here first. Heads will roll and Suspiria dance off. Also incredibly standout moments. That does it for this first the part. Cold, the cold open in Candace also. It, really it's not bad. Listen. <laughs> it's not bad. It is a close four. Um, yeah, well, we don't have to say close. Um, <laughs> the, the, the booby scene in uh, Slender Man was also really good. The what scene? The booby scene was like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I was like, there wasn't a booby in Slender Man. That was PG-13. Yeah. He basically Daisy did like the, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was pretty good. Please actually. stop. Don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was the first part. Uh, next time we will be looking at most disappointing, best surprise, best performance, and the top, we will be ranking the top ten movies of twenty eighteen. Live, Ryan, what's up? If people wanted to say you were right about Cam, uh, <laughs> as they should, where could they find you to say <laughs> at that? Mr. Pib official, Mr. Pib official, uh, Mr. Uh, Pib, Dr. Mr. Pib, a very very uh, sex worker friendly. Um, yeah. Oh, and Carrie. Uh, you can find me at car, K-A-R underscore E-Liles, L-Y-L-E-S. And you can find me at jcruzelvers26. Um, at this point, I can probably say this. I don't even, I don't even know when this will come out. It'll come out eventually. but It'll come out in the year 2019. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. But yes. that was the plan all along. So oh, that's thank fine. God. So, we're still on track. Yeah, we're still on track. Yeah, great. 
So until next time, uh, we are going to rank top. T- I think this is going to be the, a lot tougher than last year. Uh, if we're going to rank these in order, uh, but I'm excited. It's been good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of trailing off here, but I think uh, it's weird. To, to, we're on 2019 right now, and it's always, I think, like 2018 has been a slow start. But 2018 was a very good year for movies. Uh, the stuff that is at the top, I feel unbelievably strong about. Um, so, yeah, until the next time. Uh, yeah, we will see you that time, I guess. Bye-bye. <laughs>